Material Components Episode 42 Automated Workforce Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Kergoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, how you doing? Doing good. 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 Woo. <laughs> Reed always bringing the uh, bringing the energy, <laughs> bringing the heat, bringing the heat, bringing the heat, bringing the heat. <laughs> the eldritch heat. <sighs> so who are we guys oh oh lord <laughs> how how every time uh, again Should I start we've been going doing first? this for almost a year uh, I am Olivia and I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer Child of the Outer Storm I am mm-hmm. Elliot and I am playing uh, Cherish Ironstrike the Tiefling Sorcerer I am Michael and I am playing Sid Emberlite Half-Elf Rogue and I'm Reed, and I play Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. <laughs> Indeed. And I would like to ask you all the same question I do every session, which is, do you remember what happened last time? Grawl got drunk. <laughs> yes. He got wine. That's- mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Road wine. Hashtag road wine. <laughs> Party of one. Okay, okay people, <laughs> let's get it trending. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we started our our journey to the summit at the Bulwark of Bone, uh, accompanied by our our favorite chaperone, our favorite vampire mayor, <laughs> our favorite yeah. all around dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, had a couple of sort of awkward convos with him. Mm-hmm. This is true. And this is true. Uh, we were ambushed by some flying, flying swords? swords and some invisible person or persons. If you listened to the Omatep break, then you are as worried as I am. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> but we managed to get through that alive. So... It's true. That's good. Uh, though I would like to recap a little bit that at the before you had left, you did have a bit of a catch-up conversation with the old mage before leaving, informing right. her about some stuff about the cult and about your experiences while you had traveled to the strange border astral ethereal hybrid. Though she claims that there is in fact a third plane there as well that is coterminous. So strangeness abound. Yeah, kind of shadowy looking or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. But it was in that conversation that the uh, prospect of you all leaving was brought up. You were given a, a brief rundown on who would all be at the summit at the Bulwark mm-hmm. of Bone. Uh, you imparted knowledge onto her about the methodology of the, the cult of Dahaka, in that they are... Not so much immolating their dead as reclaiming the bodies of those who are killed. And in doing so, there seems to be some evidence that perhaps they are 
making them not so dead in the aftermath of that conflagration. They were only mostly dead. <laughs> we we also um, described how maiming them seems to totally work at keeping <laughs> that from happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that left my mouth, I was kind of like, mm, well, can't unsay it. <laughs> I mean, hey, so some of some of the old mage's other other peeps are gonna do that to someone and then be like, oh my god, this is really upsetting. Don't do this. Maybe. Well, that'll be fine. That'll be just fine. <laughs> there are many results that may occur. Yep. <laughs> But leastways, yes, after finishing that conversation, you got on the road, you met up with the mayor, you traveled for a bit, you fought off some flying swords. The next day, you traveled some more, you hit that break in the landscape in which the the prairie just immediately became wasteland. And then the following evening, while you were rotating through your watches... One Cherish Iron Strike decided to uh, confront the mayor about certain policies or political political uh, ethics in politics. Yeah. (laughs) The mayor seemed as receptive as he could be to this message that you were bringing. I Mm -hmm. don't think that's true, but okay. (laughs) Like I said, receptive as he could be. When you become a vampire, you shut yourself off to certain things, okay? <laughs> Son. He's from a different generation. Yeah. He's from yeah. a different oh, time. Well, Lord. Oh, He's a man of his real. time. Oh, oh, too real. <laughs> but it was Die, near the apex um. of that conversation <laughs> that you noticed that the camp that you had set up was being surrounded by chests. Yep. Mm. Weird. So weird. Yeah, we were being boxed in. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yes. I have to go. I have to be done. <laughs> Growing close uh, to one of these chests, Cherish decided the only reasonable course of action was try to set it on fire. Sure. Kill it with fire. Good call. And when it the, would have been. When wow. that chest suddenly split down its uh, vertical center, grew a mouth, and leapt out of the way of the flames, you realize that Mm-mm. not everything was as it seems. Hmm. Which is, again, why I was trying to kill it with fire. Yeah. Uh, and I seem, to, I, I seem to remember us leaving off uh, me kind of cowering in fear as this treasure chest with a mouth is about to uh, just destroy me and all 45 of my HP. <laughs> well, we will begin with Cherish Iron Strike. This is true. You stand at the edge of the territory you know as your home of Blue Gulch. There is that divide where the prairie becomes wasteland. We have yet to have the the fight with the swords or the conversation with the mayor. We stand there because there is a break in the day in which your mother is going to be turning aside. You've reached the wasteland. The mayor is still 
ensconced in his coffin inside his carriage. But you've taken this short break because Kalkin will no longer be accompanying you from this point on. Taking you aside, she's dismounted briefly and is staring off into the wasteland, trying to, to gather her thoughts as you stand awkwardly behind her, your feet still planted on the green grass of the prairies that roll slowly towards Blue Gulch. Well, I, I still don't want you going there. I know. But the old mage said you'd be safe. And I know that's a load of crap. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to make you more worried, but I... I'm not going to lie to you. And she'll turn back towards you. Her silhouette framed by giant standing mesas in the distance. The red glare of heat rippling up from the dusty wasteland ahead of you. She'll clearly have tears in her eyes as she's turning. And she'll look to you with a slightly trembling lower lip that is at odds with the, the small tusks coming up from her lower jaw. And she'll say, I know you're strong, stronger than me or my friends ever were. And you and you and your friends have got this, but there's some damn good reasons why I shouldn't be going to the bulwark of bone and they got nothing to do with why you're going now. But there's just... I need to tell you this before you head there, and you gotta promise me not to tell Grawl or your friends, because I don't know if... I don't know how they'd react to this. Okay. I told you I'd been there before. And the reason I'd gone, the reason Angela led us there and got us all together to go there, was to kill the last warlord. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. And that's what we did. Oh. 
Okay. What I never told anyone. Not Angela, not Sidian, not Netta. Was that he wasn't alone when I killed him. Uh Uh-huh. But I couldn't bring myself to kill his children. Cherish is just nodding. Much like I'm doing right now. I didn't go into the nursery. I didn't see them. I just heard them. After he was dead, Angela and the others, they were holding off his guards, and I managed to get into the room and do what needed to be done. Okay. But whoever this new warlord is might have a damn good reason for hating the rest of the valley. That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Yeah. Okay. Might have a damn good reason for hating me, and by extension, you. Oh, boy. I mean, like, you weren't running around saying your last name, were you? It's not like I smashed someone's head and shouted Iron Strike, no. Okay, I just... Why not? (laughs) But I don't know what any... People know. Uh, people always seem to have more information than me. I don't know what anybody knows. Okay. So. Well, at least at least I know that they might know. So that's something. Yeah. Just maybe don't go using the last name. Um, if if you can help it, right? Um, keep in mind, did the did the old mage say that when she invited us, she like I because she said it last time, right? Because we were worried about Grawl. <laughs> um. What the old mage told you was that there was a rough description of each of you given, okay. and that it was said that you would be accompanying the mayor. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm... Okay. I'm just Cherish. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And she'll walk up to you and, like, place her hands on your shoulders and these just huge mitts kind of just grabbing the entire shoulder and then she'll pull you into a, a really bone-crushing hug. 
Yeah. And she'll say, I'll be waiting for you when you come back. Okay. I'll try to keep Jed out of trouble in the meantime. Yeah, I don't... I The... The, um... Edge Masons seem to have their own agenda in town, so I... I'm sure he'll be fine. <sighs> yeah. She'll let go of you and move towards her sturdy little horse. <laughs> and she'll look back to you one last time and she'll say, I love you, Cherish. I love you too, Mom. Don't die. I won't. She'll give you a fierce nod and mount back up and begin trotting away. And those words from your mom don't die echo in your mind <laughs> as the screeching mimic lunges towards <laughs> you and I need everyone to roll initiative. Yeah. <laughs> I'll roll it, but I think I'm still asleep. You are absolutely still asleep. In fact, everyone's still asleep, but I still need you in the initiative order. Sure. Alright, oh, come boy. on, come uh, on, come is, on. Is any... Uh, starting it off right. Are we getting uh, tiers of bonus to initiative? If you're sleeping in the same tent with me, which I doubt it. I don't That would really have been know. me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well. That's okay. Yes, so, 25 to 20. 21. 21. For 21 for me as well. Oh. oh say your, your dex is probably higher than mine. Yeah. Most likely. Almost certainly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 15 to 20. Cool. Uh... <laughs> 10 to 15. 14. 14. All right. Nice. <laughs> Eight. Very good. Good. So, yeah. so good. All right. So, top of the round, uh, the mimics. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Excellent. Who rolled no. a natural they 20. the mayor? God. <laughs> oh. They became vampire mimics. Uh -huh. Yeah, the mayor, mayor got a 16, so... He's uh, sleeping. Jesus. It didn't roll very well. So, the mimic lunging towards your face will continue to do so. Great. That is going to be a 17 to hit. Yeah. It's not Aww. like it can change trajectory in midair. I'm it not... <laughs> Surprise. So, you are taking seven piercing damage and two acid damage. Dumb. Right. As its jaws sink on you, you feel its horrible burning saliva eating at you. Ouch. <laughs> 
Uh, you're not super paying attention to what the other ones are doing, but they are doing stuff. Yeah, good. I mean, I'm being I'm being dissolved at the moment, so I, yeah, I hope I'm not paying attention to anything else. It's true. Okay. I hope I'm not that cool. <laughs> so, other things will happen off in the darkness. Don't worry about it. And <laughs> that will bring us nothing. to Sid. Sid, could you please give me a uh, perception roll at disadvantage? Sure thing. Oh. Uh, not ominous at all. Um, oh, but not too bad. 18. 18. Oh, shit. All right. Awesome. You definitely managed to hear uh, Cherish's panicked yelping, <laughs> um, and you are awake. Uh, cool. So I don't have time to put on armor, so I just grab my sword and I run out. Um, awesome. Because what putting on leather armor takes how much time? Like, like uh, 10 minutes to strap it all yeah. on and... Yeah, yeah, just gonna run out in my PJs. Cool. <laughs> PJs. My PJs. Uh, or no, it should be like, it should just be underwear, actually. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. Wait, are you wearing long johns? Um, I don't, what, I, with like a butt flap in the back? I yeah. I am just imagining <laughs> boxers. I like, yeah, same, I like that, but yeah. Boxers with hearts on them. I think more yes, briefs, you know, 100%. he needs, he needs support. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, for somewhere in his life. Boxer briefs, uh, please. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he runs out, sees that there's... Uh... So, if you remember, the campsite that you're currently in is under the the lee of a large rock formation. So, yeah. you have a, a semicircle of the mimics kind of ensconced around the, out, the exterior of the camp. Uh, mm -hmm. Between where you were all setting up your tents and the rest of the field, um, part of that semicircle is taken up by the mayor's carriage. So you gotcha. really only have a like 45-degree exposed area into the circle of this camp. Gotcha. And it is at that point where you see Cherish being attacked by what looks like a chest that has grown a mouth in its center. <laughs> cool. Uh, I guess I'll attack that one. <laughs> um, since that seems to be the most pressing issue at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, how far away is Cherish from me? Uh, what is your passive perception? My passive perception is 18. 18, okay. So, then you would notice several things. Yeah. One, there are two stoves where there was once one. Two, okay. there are four tents where there was once two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I pull out a gun. Which tent's the real tent? Uh, <laughs> you know which one you just came out of. That's what you know. Right. Okay. That's good. Um, and you also see that there are uh, more tires on the cart than there were before. Very weird. Uh, actually, instead of attacking, I'm going to use my uh, action to wake up the rest of the party. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of shouting, a little bit of screaming, and the yeah. the rest of the party is uh, roused as well. That is very gotcha. good. Yeah. And next we have Tirza. So 
Tirza, you have heard Sid's shouting uh, coming from outside of your tent, uh, alerting you to some kind of danger. I will not read, need a roll from you. You are awoken. Cool. Um, if I could, like... Uh, I'm assuming donning armor is going to take a turn. Uh, it will take ten minutes, actually. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Fuck it. Uh-huh. I... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get ready to rumble. I grab my maze of smiting and I run outside. Okay, what uh, sort of things does Tirza wear to sleep? Um... We've established that Sid has rushed outside in boxers with hearts on it. <laughs> Did we establish like car- that? Yeah, we have established yeah. that right now. Okay, I- um, I'm into it. I thought they were boxer briefs. Please. Bo- boxer briefs, yes. <laughs> Please. No risk of... Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Total coverage is happening here. Um, yeah, uh, Tirza probably wears, like, old-fashioned, like, um, uh, oh god, what are those called? Uh, like, the poofy pants that you wear under dresses. <laughs> bloomers. <laughs> bloomers, yeah. Like, bloomers and, like, a nightshirt. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Yeah. So you rush out with just your warhammer in tow? Or I mean your mace? Um and shields. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> um so that means your effective AC is ten plus your dexterity modifier plus two because of the shield bonus. <laughs> cool. Oh I know. <laughs> Alright, so you rush outside. Um anything else? Um yeah, can I, like, make a quick, uh, I mean, what, what is the site? Is Rushing it out, Cherish you see the being... campsite, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. your, the immediate site you find is Cherish being attacked by some kind of weird blobby creature that maybe once resembled a chest, but is now split down the middle, has sprouted pseudopods, and is kind of goopy looking. Yeah, can I hit that shit? <laughs> uh, you are about... 15 feet away from it right now. I will say you used half your movement to, like, stand up and get out of the tent. Get up. Okay. Um. Yeah. Can I just... I'm just gonna run over and whack it. Okay. Go for the whacking. Uh, cool. Um. How does a 17 sound? 17 sounds like a hit. Awesome. Uh, uh, that is, I think it's just 2d6. I should have this written down, but I don't. Uh, if you are fighting a construct, it does some bonus stuff. Otherwise, the mace is 1d8, plus your strength modifier and damage. Oh, okay. And a mimic um, is actually not a construct. It is a uh, a beast? No, it's not a beast. It's a monster, right? Monstrosity. It is a monstrosity. Cool. Is then uh, eight. Eight damage. All right. Yeah. Anything else? Um. No. That's all. Uh. Yeah. I'll leave it for now. Okay. Cool. Uh, foregoing her second attack. That brings God! us to the. <laughs> Mayor. She just uh, woke up. She just woke up. Yeah, she's I'm yeah. so sleepy. <laughs> Everyone else is looking at her. God damn it. I'm sorry. Her. If 
If you die, Elliot, I'm sorry. That's my B. <laughs> All right. What's the mayor doing? The mayor. Big bad vampire doing. Will crying. Uh, rush over, and uh, in a flanking maneuver with Tirza, you will see that. Uh, he will be yanking off his white gloves, and beneath you see his, like, pale hands, and his nails will begin growing to these, like, long, monstrous claws, and he will rake them across this thing with... How many multi-attacks did he get? Just two. Okay. I, I don't like that. <laughs> so, that is... a 21 to hit, and an 11. The 11 will not do it. He didn't botch, but he didn't roll good. Um, oh boy, that's a lot of necrotic damage. Um, so, you see his hand crackling with this horrible black energy as it rakes across the back of this thing. And he is going to deal... Ooh, that's a lot. Uh, 10 slashing damage and 11... 16 necrotic damage. So, yeah, that's not bad. Uh, 26 in a single slash. Wow. Hey, hey guys, let's not fight the mayor anytime soon. <laughs> let's, let's, let's grind a little more. So, yeah. with, with a bare hand, he'll take this a huge gobbet of flesh out of the back of this thing. And you can see that it is indeed flesh of some kind. Uh, that will bring us to Grawl. Yay. So, everyone's awake. Yes, you have been okay. awoken. Alright. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be... I don't think Crawl sleeps in all of his clothes, because that's disgusting and sweaty and nasty. Um, something Crawl would do. Uh, so, yeah, Crawl's wearing, uh, like... What are the... They're not bloomers. You guys don't wear bloomers. Long johns? Long johns, yes, 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 yes. He's oh wearing long johns. But he's still wearing his boots, just in case. <laughs> Girl sleeps uh, in his boots. Girl sleeps in his boots in case he has to get going. Mm -hmm. Just in case. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. so Grawl, uh, you pop up and out of the, the tent you were sharing with Sid, yes? Yep. Okay. And how this semicircle, like, how close are each, like, is each mimic to each other? Uh, you only see the one mimic. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, okay then. Um, then I am going to... Because I believe your passive perception is 12? Uh, probably. <laughs> I know no one else is above 15. Yeah, well, I, I know I'm not above 15, yeah. so there's no way. Um, anyways, yeah. So in that case, I am going to go for the one, and I'm going to use Acid Splash. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm guessing the vampire can make a deck save, okay? Can, I'm can the tiefling? I can't. <laughs> well, it doesn't... I don't... Unless I, I grapple? botch... You can do acid splash against just one creature. Yeah. It doesn't have to be yeah, against two. Exactly. That's what, okay. that, that, like I'll be fine. Yeah. Anyway, just um, the terminology of splash makes it seem like it's a little messy and yeah, a bit. But anyways, it needs to make a dexterity uh, saving throw. Dex saving throw. Um, you rolled a yeah, fifteen. I rolled a, I rolled a nineteen. 
to attack it with this. Uh, no, there's no attack roll involved in Acid Splash. You're right, there's not. So I rolled that for no reason. So. And 15 saves. So Fuck me running. Uh, Damn it. There's this globule of acid that you hurl, and with a weird squirming motion, its body kind of concaves into a U, so that the acid just splashes onto the ground as its body contorts out of the way. Don't like that. Guys, I hate this. <laughs> that chance has gotten moved. Yeah. That will bring us to... Okay, 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 okay. Um, Sid... Is? Uh, you would be the only one to hear the clattering of rocks above you. Oh, jeez. As you turn and look up the rocky escarpment that kind of leans over the campsite, you see two large armored figures standing at the top of the rock face. Fuck. They are flanking a third humongous armored figure, probably 10 to 12 feet tall. Okay. And all three will leap off of the uh, rocks above you and just crash like meteorites into the campsite. Uh, the largest one will smash into the campfire that was set. Oh, cool. Scattering nice. its ashes around and like hot burning coals go flying. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. Do you, Okay, so this is actually an, an excellent question. What is my status at the moment vis-a-vis mechanics? Uh, you are not grappled or anything. I'm not? No. It did not try oh, to grapple okay. you. It just tried to. It, it took a bite out of you, and that's it. Okay, that's I thought I thought it it had activated its like weird adhesive thing. Nope. It does. I would have okay. definitely told you if that was the case. Uh, I got a fourteen. Fourteen. I got an at twenty. Woo! I got 15. a six, sixteen. All right, you're wow. all good. I rolled. And the mayor, <laughs> Boise. Uh, yeah, it's a 27 for the mayor. Um, <laughs> he does that anime thing where he just transports and, like, it's the, just the little black lines. No, 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 no. <laughs> he does the thing where he takes, like, half a step to the left and it just goes right oh, in front of his face. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, though it does knock his hat off. And he is very cross about that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you only made him angry. <laughs> he loves that stupid fucking hat. <laughs> so in the, the dying embers, uh, who among you does not have dark vision? I believe it's just Tirza. It's just me. So Tirza, there is only dim light here now cast by the dying embers around here. You are suddenly v- find it very hard to see. Spooky. <laughs> So you see the the massive outlines of these three armored figures rising up. Two of them look like just large humanoids. One is this enormous armored giant. Uh, then Tirza does a sixteen hit your AC. Yes. Okay. Shrieking out of the sky, a flying sword will come down and slash at you. And it deals six slashing damage. 
Okay, we need to circle up. Tirza looks into the camera like she's on the office. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. What slashing damage? Six Six slashing damage, yes. Okay. (laughs) And that will bring us to... That's got that, 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 that. And that... um, That brings us to Cherish. Yes, it does. Um, let's see. So, the three figures are, like, basically, like, within five feet of each other? Uh, they're all within ten feet of each other, yeah. Ten feet of each other. In small divots that they've buried into the ground. They're kind of wrenching armored boots up out of these holes they've created. They only dropped about twenty feet, but they seem to drop with an immense amount of weight. Yes. Uh, I am going to make a wall of fire surrounding them with my fire staff. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so that is Let there be light. And yeah, fire. I wanted to try to kill two birds with one stone on that one. Okay, so there is a ring of fire uh, that is 20 feet high. What level is uh, wall of fire? What level spell? Fourth... Okay. Fourth, yeah. All right. You feel some kind of energy attempt to counter your spell, but fail. That's right. <laughs> Did I spike? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and it's one one foot thick. Yes. Uh, so let's see. Sorry, I'm trying to find what they actually have to do right now. They have to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. The large one got... Ooh, that's not very good. Uh, a nine. Okay, that's probably... I, I use my, my spell save DC on this one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Staff of Fire? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let I'm not seeing any... I don't think it... I have the book right here. Um, oh, okay. Staff of Woodland, Staff of Healing, Staff of Frost, Staff of Fire... Um, yeah, it does not say... I would assume just yours, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it does not list a spell save DC. Yeah, yeah okay, using your spell save DC, it actually says that. Oh, wow. okay. So, uh, my spell save DC is 14, so the first one doesn't make it. Okay, so the smaller ones that rolled a 16... Uh, yes. And the other one got... A 13. So one makes it, one doesn't. Okay. Hold on. I dropped one of my pieces. I heard. <laughs> I'm sorry. We all did. Everybody in the world did. Okay. Listen I'll to get that good D6 damage. Okie dokie. So. Well, two of these are ones, which sucks, but. Okay. 10. 14 fire damage for the ones that did not fail, and 7 fire damage... Nope. Flip that. 14 fire damage for the one that didn't save, and 7 for the one that did. What ones that did. Yes. Okay, so they have taken that damage. Very good. Um... Staying where you are? Finally, something takes fire damage. So, you are all at the edge of the encampment, and about 15 feet behind you, a massive wall of fire springs up around the three armored figures. 
Cool. Um, I run over to Tirza. Tirza's right next to you. She's she right next to me. I, I go. I get behind Tirza's shield. Okay. <laughs> I um, promised my mom I wouldn't die. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us back up to the top with the mimics and something else. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Probably nothing. <laughs> honestly, it's just everything. Jeez. <laughs> Um, everybody give me perception checks. Sure. Oh. Brawl doesn't see a thing. I don't either. <laughs> I don't, I, I really uh, don't. 18. Sid, again, you are the only one to notice, just before it happens, a figure, uh, flying above you. It seems to be standing on a carpet of some kind. They will descend quickly beyond the ring of what little firelight is left out, like, in the away from the campsite a little bit. They'll hop off the carpet, and you can see the carpet rocketing back towards you all, heading straight for Cherish. Okay. Dog Valley Hunter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is what you see. Um... And it looks like the carpet is heading for Cherish. And let's see, what's the movement speed? Oh, yeah, it's coming straight for you. Um, okay. I can show you the world. <laughs> uh, that natural 20 is going to hit. So. like a oh, carpet hit me? What the fuck? <laughs> I need you heavy. to make a strength saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be good. This is comedy... Funniest part of the whole episode is going to be this roll right here. <laughs> is this God, an? I thought that was a bot. It's a is seven. this an attack roll? Uh, it already made its attack roll. Its attack roll was a crit. Oh, well, my perception check was also a botch, so I probably don't notice this happening. Right? Yeah, actually, you definitely did not see the carpet coming. Uh, I rolled a seven, which means I got a six. Cool. Hmm. So, Sid, what you see, because you're the only person to see this, is the rug, right before it hits your group, it suddenly turns to be completely uh, perpendicular to the ground, and then it does a spiraling motion around Cherish, and just bundles her up inside the rug. Cool. <laughs> Cherish, you are restrained blinded, and at risk of suffocating. Cool. Oh, Boise. Okay. Alright. Keep going. I gotta read about all the stuff I can't do. <laughs> and that brings us to Sid. Actually, no. There's the Mimics. I forgot. I apologize. Mm -hmm. uh, the Mimic <laughs> will turn to... Let's see. Who's damaged the Mimic? The Mayor. It's gonna attack the Mayor... <laughs> That is going to be a... Oh, wow, a hit. Nice. Good job, Mimics. Um, so proud of you, sweetie. <laughs> Sweet Mimic. <laughs> Go softly into that good night. Um, <laughs> nine and three is uh, twelve. Okay. Uh, the other Mimics are just gonna... 
chill for now. Uh, they're they're <laughs> doing their mimic thing. Uh, that brings us to Sid. Did that mimic that the mayor attacked? Did it die? No, is it still going. That's the one that uh, just attacked him. Yeah. Okay. So I'd like to um, attack. How far away is the mayor from? I assume are we all grouped up? Or you were all grouped up around that mimic attack that had been attacking Cherish, and then Cherish got grabbed by the rug just in front of you. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if I can attack the rug without hitting Cherish, so I'm going to avoid that. Um, but I'm going to attack that mimic. Um, actually, bonus action, split swords. I have two swords. Um, so there's a, a crackle of lightning as you pull the swords apart with like yeah. this low resistance of magnetism and just <laughs> pulling them apart. You suddenly have uh, Stormpierce in one hand and uh, whatever the name of your other sword is in the other. Uh, yeah. Yours are backwards. I've always I'll just called it the, uh, the Storm Echo. I'll figure that out later. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and I'd like to attack that and make, please. Yeah, do it. You have advantage. Uh, yeah. This thing is surrounded. Full. Okay, so that is going to be, uh, 19 to hit. That'll hit. Cool. Tears are you are on deck, by the way. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, that's hefty. Uh, okay. We got six. Hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> 12, 20, 25, 26, plus, uh, so that'd be 30. Uh, I assume I'm getting Stormpiercer bonus. Yeah, Stormpiercer is super into this fight. Cool, 33 damage. All right. Uh, he nasty. You wait for uh, a brief moment as its jaws release the mayor and then plunge in towards some kind of weird flailing organ on the interior of this thing and jamming your sword arm straight in. You feel the creature suddenly go rigid and then relax as it just oozes onto the ground, seemingly dead. Cool. Uh, and then I face towards, like, we're all still grouped up, so I guess I face towards the three figures that, uh... That are surrounded by a wall of fire. Yes. Okay. And that's my turn. Oh, fuck. Hmm. That will bring us to Tirza. Yeah, um... Can I... This carpet thing. Mm -hmm. Is it... Is it at... Like, it just grabbed... Grabbed Cherish up. Is it, like, hovering? Uh... It is wrapped around Cherish. The only thing you can see of her are the the bottoms of her boots sticking out of, uh, but still on the ground. But it's still on the ground. Um, can I just like, can I just like grab this thing? I just don't want it to take off with Cherish still in it. Can I try to like pry it off? Would you like to try to pry it off, or do you want to try to grapple the rug? <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm going to try to pry it off. Okay. Give me a strength check. Whatever you're going to do, you should still do it, Elliot. Um, ooh. Okay. That's a 24. 24. All right. So good. Planting your feet, you grab the tassels on one end of it and then just wrench at this rug and you feel it fighting you at every single inch but eventually you roll Cherish out and just toss this thing up into the air where it's kind of waving around and hovering just above you. Thanks, I hate it. Oh my god. Um. Oh, they just tits. 
Uh, and then if I could just, like, kind of maneuver myself in front of Cherish so that I'm in, like, a good... Like, if it tries to do that again, I can just, like, get it. Okay. It is above you, so there's no, like... You can kind of, like, angle upwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shield up. That's fine. Cool. Uh, that will bring us to the mayor, who's going to, like, cast around and not quite sure what is happening uh, with that... Uh thing dead, he will look towards his coach where he sees uh, Big Gus is entangled with what looks like a, a spare wagon wheel that has, like, glommed onto his face. Oh, uh, and he will, like, look to the, the four of you and just, like, nod really quick and then rush over to try to help Gus. Um... And he will attack that mimic and just do a terrible job. Come on, mayor. Ugh. It's another 11, which doesn't hit. Um, and then Gus will attempt to fight this thing as well. Ooh, and Gus got a natural 20. Gus is going to punch punch the shit out of this thing. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, for a... For just a, a, a whopping 12 damage. It's better than nothing. It's true. Uh, that is going to bring us to Grawl. Yay. Okay. Um, do we... S- how many... Do we see any more mimics now? Lit- now that there's a wall of flame? You only... The only other mimic you see is currently attaching itself to Gus's face. About like twenty feet away. Okay. Um. Hmm. Does cherish actually wait? Uh, what's the reach on the outer sight? Sixty feet or thirty feet? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to use Eldritch sight to see what I can see out, out and about everywhere. Okay. Um, it's a carpet within thirty feet. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, you cast detect magic. You can see that the carpet above you is heavily enchanted. Okay. Um, it's got a mix of conjuration and abjuration magic woven into it, as well as some uh, oh, what would that be? Uh, enchantment. Um, you see that the. Th- Beyond the wall of magical fire that is just in front of you, mm-hmm. which is a big source of magic, uh, mm-hmm. you can also see that the three figures, three armored figures, are uh, absolutely just ensconced in magic. Their armor is uh, just like glowing with it. Okay. Um, let's see. It would be uh, transmutation magic. Hmm. And let's see, what else is there? Um, I mean, all of your allies have magic items, so those would ping. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty much it. Within 30, Within 30 feet. feet. Okay. Um, I don't think I can do a whole lot else. Unless you have any bonus actions you want to do? Not, not really. That's why... No, nothing I can do that. Mm. Actually, um, 
No, I'm going to use Wrathful Smite, so the next time I hit with a melee weapon. Nice. Okay. Uh, so you charge yeah. up Wrathful Smite. Um, I'm assuming yep. that means you've conjured your uh, greatsword? Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Badass. All right. That will bring us to some baddies. Um, Tirza, that flying sword's coming swim- swooping back in at you. Right. You know, there was so much stuff happening, I totally forgot about it. I know you didn't. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> that is only going to be a 13 versus your AC? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Okay. That matches. Nice. It'll hit. God, not having armor is stupid. It sucks. <laughs> That's another yeah. six slashing damage. Cool. Sleeping is the worst. Welcome to my life. So, the armored figures who started their turn in the Ring of Fire, does the Ring of Fire only affect them at the end of their turn, or is it the beginning of their turn? The end of their turn, okay. They uh, will just stride through the fire, um, seemingly unfazed by it. Um, The huge one in the center (laughs) moves out. Again, it's like this ten-foot-tall behemoth. It will move forward. Uh, one of the other smaller armored figures will peel off towards the mayor and Gus, and the large one and the second smaller one will move towards your group. Um, or the huge one will move towards Grawl, and the slightly smaller one will move towards Sid. Bring it. Grawl, the big one's going to come in with a couple of haymakers. Okay. First attack's going to be for 23 to hit, <laughs> and the second one is for 25 to hit. Oh, darn. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. It's good to know, uh, even if we had our armor on, it still would have hit. It would have done absolutely nothing. <laughs> Fantastic. So, both of those... What kind of damage can I expect from this? Uh, 20 Let's bludgeoning damage. Oofa doofa. That's for both attacks, to be fair. Oh, okay. That was one. Still. <laughs> 20, 20 total. 20 yeah, total. Got it. Yeah. Excellent. I'd like to use a re- reaction mm-hmm. uh, on this this Brohim with my sword's fun, fun new ability. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can make a melee attack uh, against any creature in your reach that deals damage to you. Plus, I get Wrathful Smite on this bitch. Oh, shit. Yes. And I believe. Fuck yeah. Uh, don't you have advantage on this attack? Mm hmm. Because nice. of the sword tasty. ability? Oh, that's so tasty. Yep. As it is, so let me make sure I've got everything up here. And there it is. Okay, so... Um, okay, so they're both exactly the same. So both um, 19, so it doesn't matter. So the 19 to hit. Um, that will just hit, yes. Okay. Okay. And then um, I do an additional 1d6 uh, psychic damage, and the creature must make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened by me until the spell ends. Uh, I will say right now, it is immune to the frightened condition, so okay, it feels no well, fear. Oh, lovely. That's just terrific. So I am going to roll for some damage then. Do it. wonder if it's like a hum- homunculus or something. So that is 12 plus an extra d6. Um, 
17 total. Damage. 17 total. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Not bad for a reaction. Yeah, you just swung mm-hmm. back at this thing. Sid, the smaller suit of armor will come in and give you another uh, couple of pounding gauntleted fists into you. Okay. Uh, first attack is going to be for 16. Yep, it hits. The second one is only going to be for 9, though. That does not hit. Alright, so first punch comes in for 6 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, why don't I... No, I'll, I'm good. I'll take it. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, considering I got 20. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that will bring us to Cherish. I hate to bring this up, but the rug's not going to go? Uh, the rug goes at the top of the round. Oh, okay. So, next. Yes. Next. Um, <laughs> man, I really wish I had Quicken Spell. Um... I was going to do something cool, but, um, how far away is the rug? It's right above you, less than five feet away. Excellent. I'm going to cast Burning Hands. Oh I'm going to use my free Burning, my free Burning Hands. This is the... Fuck them up. Okay. <laughs> I'm using the Burning Hands I got from my dad. Yes. Uh... <laughs> that dad hand. Bad. Don't say that again. <laughs> it, it needs to make a saving throw of some kind. Uh, dexterity. So I'm guessing that it'll probably be fine. But uh, it's only an eight. So probably not. Doesn't beat a fourteen. So no. Nope. Ooh, a couple of sixes. Eighteen fire damage. Okay. So you know that thing when you have a fire and you, like, throw a big heavy rug over it to put it out? Aww. Yeah, it does that to itself. And Aww, the fire yeah. seems to have little to no effect on this thing. Son Whoa. of a bitch. It seems like somebody planned for this. No, weird. Shocking. Uh, doing anything else? I was just, I was just saying to Olivia... It's like, oh, you have that thing with the swords and the and the uh, the invisible people. Like, at least they weren't after me. That's a refreshing change of pace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I have fucking rug. Um, I am going to. No, I already did an action. Um, moving at all? No, I'm going to stay with Tirza. Okay, sounds good. That is a good plan. That will bring us back to the top with the Mimics. Uh, That one's going to attack Gus. Um, Ooh, what's Gus's AC? Gus's AC dodges. Good job, Gus. Nice. Uh, The other Mimics are going to be doing their thing. That brings us to the Rug, who is going back in for Cherish. I would like to input pose disadvantage with my reaction. Oh, that's very good, because it rolled another crit. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> hey, Rug. Ooh. Hey, Rug. Fuck off. Fuck off. And it followed it up with a whopping seven, so... <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. So, yeah, you batter the Rug back with your shield as it tries to encompass Cherish yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh... That is going to bring us to somebody else who is going to do that thing they do. 
Oh no. Oh no. Oh. They for us or for them? Uh, I'm sure we're about to find out. So, you see a beam of blue-gray light suddenly just pierce out of the darkness out past the edge of the camp. It streaks towards you, and there's a moment of fear as you see it just streaking through the night. Um, Sid, it's coming from where you saw that figure drop off of the rug. Gotcha. Okay. It streaks past you, though. And strikes the mayor. Oh, oh no! Oh, that's oh, no. I know bad. What this, I know what this spell is, and yes, it's very bad. That's bad. And Fuck. as this beam connects, it just stays like a taut thread in the air. And the mayor, who is like mid-attack going for this mimic one more time... Like, just freezes his back arching, and he's letting out this horrible gasping that begins to, like, contort his voice being shifted and modulated. Little pixels of his body beginning to tear themselves off of it. And it's almost like watching the skein witch dissipate all over again as the mayor is just defragmented out of reality, is sucked into this beam, and then the beam will back towards the darkness. Oh, what shit. the fuck? Never mind. Not I thought that was man. a different spell. Hey guys, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, this is like Mondo bad. We're doing good. We're doing good. We got this. That will bring us to Sid. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Um, so we're still all bunched up. Mm-hmm. If I shift around this little little guy, uh, little comparatively, obviously, mm-hmm. um. Is there somebody on the other side? Can I? Is there? No, nobody really moved to support you. Okay. Well, that's okay. Doing great. Doing great. Um, Well, Grawl's supporting me emotionally. (laughs) So I'm gonna. The good news is you are also attacking it, sort of by yourself and alone. It's not standing next to really any of its allies either. Oh, okay. Well, then that's really all I needed. Um, First attack. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm guessing a 22 hits. A 22 does hit. Cool. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, Got two, got ten, fifteen. So that's going to be a 21 for the first attack. Uh, So, you lunge forward. And seeing this armor up close now, you can tell that there isn't anything inside of it. Okay. And so when you're looking for some kind of vital place to strike, you're being like put at odds by the fact that there is no soft kidney to plant your sword into. That's my thing. But what you do see is floating at the center of the breastplate, like as you kind of like get off to the side and look through a joint really quick, is a a floating piece of paper that is glowing with a soft yellow light. And as you leap to the side, planting Stormpiercer straight through the armpit, you pierce the piece of paper, it shreds, and the armor suddenly just collapses to the ground. Okay. Cool. 
in like a clattering like because there was nothing in it. All right, one down. Um, and then I'd like to uh, use my movement um, to go behind the big big fella mm-hmm. um, so that I can flank it with Grawl. Sure. Um, and attack him. Yeah, do it. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, so that is going to be a 21. 21 will hit. Cool. So this is not dexterity modifier. Um, and just to double double check on double on dual storm piercer rules, am I rolling standard uh, standard damage for this? Just a d8. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so it's five. So I mean, that's... you can sneak attack a second time. I have established that with. Okay, that's with, that's what I was curious. With the storm echo, you yeah, you can sneak attack a second time. That's what makes this bonkers. Take that. Uh, so 21 damage for the second attack. Alright. Uh, so in stereo, Stormpiercer says, Aha! <laughs> Alright, that will bring us to Tirza. So this um, crackling beam of energy, mm-hmm. where did it did we we saw where it initiated, correct? You really didn't. You saw where it will it got reabsorbed back to, but the beam sort of caught you all off guard. Sid knows its origin point, but the rest of you just saw it like lance out of the the night. And all you right. you especially would be at a bit of a disadvantage. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean, I was hoping because it was like a bright light in the darkness that that wouldn't be as effective as as anyway. um give me a perception check let's see if you caught where it ended oh that landed on not a number <laughs> uh yeah no <laughs> 11 yeah you know it's like out in the darkness past the camp but even the wall of fire that was summoned is only putting light out to about a 40 foot radius okay um, then if I could, um, Sid just destroyed two of the constructs. There's one left, correct? I, I only destroyed one. Yeah, the other one had moved off to go attack uh, Big Gus and is doing a pretty oh, good job okay. of it, actually. Um, fine. I'm going to go for this, our good, good buddy, the rug. Um, okay. I will attack this fool. Attack the rug. Uh, 23. 23 is actually a 25, because this is a construct. Alright! That's what I like to hear! Even even more! So that 25 Uh, is absolutely a hit. Cool. Um, plus 2d6. Oh my god! Hell yeah, I just rolled Uh, two sixes! I do not believe it is 2d6 with this mace. It is only 2d6, you add an additional 2d6 when you crit. Oh, right, right, right. God damn it. Because, yeah. With the um, Mace of Smiting specifically, it is normally just a plus one mace, but it becomes a plus three mace if you're fighting a construct. Uh, and yes. 
Yeah, if you roll a crit, the uh, the target takes an additional Extra 7 bludgeon damage, 14, yeah. if it's a construct. Yeah, I don't right. know where you're getting 2d6 from. That doesn't enter into any of this. I... Uh, no, you know what I'm getting 2d6 from is from Branding Might, which was the thing I was going to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Got it. Then eight damage. Eight damage. Uh, and actually, and uh, if I could use uh, second level Divine Smite on that, too. Please do. Fuck this boy. Fuck him up. Uh, that's another ten radiant damage. Nice, so 18 Mark. total. Very and I would love to attack again. Yes, please do. Please, please do. That is a 25. Uh, no, wait, I'm so sorry. Math is really hard. It's a 24. 24 will still hit. Uh, and if I could do that again. More smiting? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just uh, I'll do second level again. Why sure. Not? You know, just fuck these people. <laughs> well, people is a strong word. Um... That is 13. Uh, sorry, that's all of it together. Uh, two bludgeoning damage and the rest radiant. Only two bludgeoning damage? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Plus your strength modifier? Oh, four bludgeoning damage. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, and keep in mind that when it becomes a plus three weapon, that's plus three to the attack roll and to damage. You know that, right? No, I didn't. Okay. Um... <laughs> So just add, just add six more damage on there. Okay. Uh, so it went from 13 to a 19. Mm -hmm. Check. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you smash through this rug and just like the, the flanges of this mace begin tearing at it with the first strike and it will begin to lose some of its cohesion. And with the second strike, the magic of this mace just rends the rug straight in half with a horrible wrenching ripping sound. Sick. <laughs> Go Tirza! Yeah! That That's all of my spells. Bring us to the mayor, who is somewhat indisposed at the moment. Uh, Gus will attempt to get this uh, mimic dead, and he will do an okay job, but seeing as he's still teching with his fist, only deals that much. Okay. Uh, and he's being flanked by the mimic and the suit of armor. That is unfortunate. Uh, that'll bring us to Grawl. Okay. How many of the suits of armor are left? There's the, there's the big one, and then there's one of the smaller ones that is currently engaged with Big Gus. Okay. I got the, I got the big boy with me. He is currently uh, smashing you, yes. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Fantastic. And, well, I can't do anything fear-wise. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's use staggering smite on this boy. Okay, um, so you cast staggering other. smite. Yep, and then I'm going to attack him with my greatsword. Mm-hmm. Which so. you have advantage. Yep, because you're flanking. Yes. Okay, uh, that'll be a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty will hit. Okay, and then for body mine. Okay, so normal attack. Um, so it's two d six for the sword plus four d six psychic damage for staggering smite. Yep. What? Yep. Ow! Um, and then it has to make a wisdom attack. saving throw. Yeah. Um. So that's four plus four. 
I probably should have cursed this fool, but it's fine. It's the time has passed. I'll curse somebody else. Um, apologies. Okay, so eight on the first hit. Um, plus. Nine, plus another 16. Woo, doggy. Yeah, and then I get attacked yeah. again. Yeah, sure you do. <laughs> Remember that staggering smite only goes off the once, though. Right, yeah. Um, and yeah. I uh, rolled its saving throw, because it had to make a wisdom saving throw, and on a failed save, it has disadvantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and can't take reactions until the end of its next turn. Uh, it failed wow. that save, because it rolled Yay! a whopping 10. Um, <laughs> growl, growl, growl. Yeah. <laughs> Girl's looking around, like kids doing it. He's like, everyone else, come on, guys. Um, okay, and then the second attack, let's see if that hits or not. It's going to hit. Yep, I just need to crit. Um, so that's a 20. Uh, 20. Damn it, math. 25 to hit. 25 will hit. Okay, and then this is attack number two, which is 11 damage. Plus, uh, plus four, so, uh, fifteen. Fifteen, very nice. Uh, okay. Ooh, didn't like that. Um, that is gonna be all. You moving at all? Staying where you are? Um, how's it look? How's it look? It looks like a massive suit of armor. Uh-huh. Right, but are there, like, giant wrens in the, the metal, or is it... Different? Yeah, there are, and you can see that the interior of this thing, it, it seems to be some kind of mechanism inside of it. There is strange-looking gears uh, with arcane sigils written on them. There are mm -hmm. weird, like, stone formations and wooden joints in this thing. It's It's some kind of... Automaton of some kind. Oh, Weird. that's a construct. I'll be right over. Also, <laughs> oh, okay. I do not trust yeah, these automatons. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, if I move, uh, am I going to provoke an, uh, an opportunity attack? Well, mm -hmm. since it can't take reactions because of your staggering oh, yeah, smite. Shit. Fuck You're yeah. Right. Then uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a couple steps back, uh, like get like 10 feet away from it. Okay. Sounds good. Ten feet. Uh, that will bring us to constructs. Uh, that flying sword is going to whip towards oh, Tirza yet again. Forget about that sword. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't forget about it last time. I just don't care about it anymore. Twenty-three to hit. Yeah. That's another six slashing damage. It can only seem to roll fives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tears is just like swatting at it like a fly, but it's a giant sword. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so Big Gus is having a bad day as. Uh, Fuck. Let's see, 3 plus 5 is 8 plus 4 is 12. Yeah, Big Gus is not enjoying the uh, attention of this armor. Um, then the large one. Let's see. It is surrounded. The rug is dead. That person would be aware of this. So, it is going to cast... How many targets can this have? 
Oh, oh no. Cool. Uh, it is going to cast Hold Person at fourth level. But oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. that, that's real bad. And I need Tirza, uh, Sid, and Cherish to make wisdom saving throws. Or... Oh, uh, you have a plus two, Cherish, to okay. do that. And so do you if you're within ten feet of me, Sid, but I don't think you are. I believe I am. Am I not? Well, you were busy. No, no, because I'm on the other, I'm in the other yeah. side. Of the, yeah, okay. Elliot. <sighs> oh no, Elliot. Okay. I probably made it. Um, I got a 21. Yeah, me too. Cool. Oh. I'm in trouble. Tr- I got a 21. <laughs> yeah. I'm- so 21 passes. So Tirza and uh, Sid, you are both not held by this creature, but I'm guessing that Elliot, based on their reaction, is in some trouble. Yeah. And the automaton yes. cast this. It's no. Uh, what happened was a, a like a small hatch opened up inside this thing's chest. You saw this glowing yellow gem on the inside of it that flashed, and it seemed to release this spell effect, targeting the three oh. of you. Whoa! So it's like booby trapped with stuff. That's awesome. It, it seems like um. this thing was loaded with some spells. Um. Yeah, so the plus two that I had from Tears is not going to help me here. Oh, did you botch? Because I botched. Oh, no. That's real bad. (laughs) So you are paralyzed for the duration of this spell. Excellent. At the end of each of your turns, you can repeat the wisdom saving throw. Okay. So, but until then, or until the spell is ended, you are paralyzed. Incapacitated, I cannot move or speak. Um, I auto-fail strength and deck saves. Attack rolls have advantage against me. And attacks auto-crit if they're within five feet of me. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to Don't worry about it. <laughs> Man, I was going to turn into a pterodactyl. <laughs> what about a baradactyl? Do that. Oh, wow. I haven't huh. seen one of those. That's not even an action. That just happens. Cool. Um, so, it is now going to stride forward uh, and Fuck. pick up Cherish, I think. I oh, well, I guess it could have just, it could have attacked me, so that's... It will grab your, pro- your like, petrified form. It will provoke from uh, Sid and... Uh, yeah, Grawl is just going to walk past you. What a dick. <laughs> I'm still holding my fire staff. Do, as, are thing, do things really that, that I hold you are me? You are a statue right now. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't get advantage on this, correct? No. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that is... Uh, 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Uh, something you'll notice as its back is to you and it's walking away is that some of those rents in its armor are beginning to close. The ones that, like, it opened up and the gem flashed. No, like, some of the damage that has been done is beginning to seemingly heal itself. Oh, that's nasty. Um, Thanks, I hate it. Seems this thing has an auto-repair function. Cool. 
Um, it is so as it's moving away from me. Uh, is there anybody else uh, around it? No, because Grawl moved away. Right. Okay. Sorry. No, no. I think that's fine because it's still like I still get sneak attack on it because of swashbuckler nonsense. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is nonsense. It is. I rolled really bad. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Okay. Um, we've got eight, ten, jeez. uh, fifteen, um, eighteen damage. Okay. A lot of ones. God damn you that that's bad damage rolling for you. Yeah, like, oh, I only got eighteen in one hit. Yeah, Do you Grawl, when I got Grawl, like I said, <laughs> this thing's gonna just walk right past you, so it'll provoke an opportunity attack from you as well. Oh, okay, cool, great. Let's switch out. Um, yeah, that's uh, 24 to hit. 24 will hit. Great, fantastic. Um, 10 damage. Okay. Plus uh plus four. So fourteen. Okay. Uh yeah, it's just gonna walk right past you, just like basically ignoring the hit you deliver to it and just grab Cherish. Does uh, it not provoke from me? I mean you're standing you're still standing next to Cherish and it hasn't really moved yeah. away from you yet. So it's moving okay. into your threatened square, but it hasn't moved away yet. Okay. Uh and Cherish, I believe part of the paralyzation is that you automatically fail any strength saving throw, yes? Yeah. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so you cannot resist its grapple as nope. it just picks you up like a football. Tight. And yeah, that's basically its whole turn. I'm furious. <laughs> uh, the That will bring us to Cherish. <laughs> uh, a wisdom saving throw is the only thing I can do, right? Yes. Yeah. Unless you can do something without talking or moving your hands or I mean I can I but I'm so not blinded too so that's helpful cuz yeah doesn't subtle spell let you do things without somatic or verbal components I Yeah so. so I think you can still technically spell cast as far as I know That's I mean yeah so long uh, as you're willing I... to spend sorcery points I mean, now's not a bad time. Yes, <laughs> I have. You're not I just... have. I got thirteen to burn. So <laughs> carried off into the wilderness by robot Sasquatch. Um, you know, it's tempting. No, uh, no, I hate this. Um, yes, I am going to use a sorcery point. Uh. Oh. No, that probably wouldn't do anything. I was gonna be like, what if what if I use my subtle spell to turn into a woolly mammoth? But I think I'd still be paralyzed, so But you'd be a woolly mammoth. <laughs> Hold this, idiot. <laughs> it's not the worst idea. That would idea be in the really world. funny. It would be really funny if I just crushed it. <laughs> I mean I'm gonna do that. You should. Yeah, you should do oh that. my god, <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> so I'm gonna cast polymorph on myself <laughs> to turn into a mammoth, <laughs> a, a paralyzed mammoth. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> I am that's now a huge best, beast. That's the best reaction. Um, okay. okay. You're a huge beast. Yes. Alright. <laughs> it definitely drops you, because the sudden change of weight is not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but you... S- yeah, so you are a paralyzed mammoth on the ground. Uh, I don't crush it, though? No, it, like, puts you... Because you were under its arm, and it sort of just, like, releases you as you get oh, bigger. Oh, I thought it was, like, holding me up. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I did oh, specifically say carrying you like a football, so it had you under one Oh, arm. I missed that part. I mean, it's still good. It's not carrying you away, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have, like, over 100 hit points now, so... It's true. Which, yeah. Oh, this is the most HP I've ever had. <laughs> All right. That brings us to. Let's see, that person is going to cast that. Oh, should should um Elliot do a? Uh, oh yes, oh, a, can wiz- I do a wisdom saving throw. Uh, yeah. Using the mammoth's stats. It's actually. Oh no! It is. It's one worse than me. So I mean, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, and that would make it a 10. 10's not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Still Cherished paralyzed. Iron Strike, slightly more wise than a mammoth. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that was my As... name in school. <laughs> what level spell is Polymorph? Four. Yeah. Cherish is suddenly a tiefling, as somebody God! casts the spell magic. Rough day. It's a rough day for me. Good thought, if this thing didn't have uh, magical backup. Um, okay, it is about that time that the mimics no one was paying attention to begin to just swarm towards you all. Uh, having moved around to gain a, a decent flanking position, you're all paying attention to the giant robot when just a mob of mimics comes up behind you. Uh, yeah. Everybody gets a mimic. Uh, except for Cherish. Cherish is busy being carried off. Oh, it picked me back up? Um, It's about to. Okay, because I was going to say, either that or I'm prone, and a mimic will just auto-crit. <laughs> It'll auto-crit anyways. That's uh, true. Yes, Olivia? Oprah voice, you get a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all. I just... oh, okay. That's all you had. Okay. Well, you know. Crawl, a wagon yes. wheel comes rolling at you. <laughs> And just as it's about to hit, it sort of, like, rolls off to the side, because I don't think a 13 hits you, AC? Actually, I don't know, with uh, no armor. Gonna paint a wagon. 10 plus your dexterity bonus? <laughs> yeah, it can't uh, be 13. <laughs> it, we, no, it's that would be 11. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the mimic's coming at you. Damn uh, it! Damn it, I was so close to him just letting it roll by, literally. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be six piercing damage and three acid damage, so nine total. Uh, Sid and Tirza, mm-hmm. you both see these giant, like, flopping tents come <laughs> glumphing at you. That is going to be a, ooh, 24 versus Sid and, uh, a whopping eight versus Tirza. No. Yeah, that... That does hit me. Alright, so Sid, you are taking... Oh, that's a terrible damage roll. Uh, Four piercing damage and one acid damage for five. Five. Okay. 
the last mimic that looks like a giant iron-bellied stove is going to uh, flomp over to Gus and just ruin his day. Uh, yep, and he does. Uh, ooh, now that's a really good damage roll. Gus is not doing well. That will bring us to Sid. Also, real quick, is the mayor still just... You'd fragment. I have no oh, idea right. where he disappeared. I totally yeah. forgot that he did that. Um, I've been a, I've been vaguely aware of where the other figure is. Where uh, can I see them? Yes, they are just beyond the uh, the ring of firelight being cast by. Actually, no. Cherish's uh, wall of fire yeah, would disappear as soon as you cast polymorph. Polymorph. Yep. I forgot to mention that. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, it would have been outside the ring of light, but uh, uh, roughly, like, 60 feet away. More like 50. They had to be a little bit closer. Yeah. But they're definitely um, staying at the periphery of this fight. I'm going to... It's probably a bad idea. Um, I'm going to use my dash action to run at that guy and I'm going to stab him in the face. Okay. Uh, you would be provoking an opportunity attack from the mimic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's it. Yep. Uh, that is going to be an 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right, mimic takes a bite out of you. Ooh, that's good. Uh, that is 10 piercing damage and 3 acid damage for 13. 13. Okay. So you rush out into the night uh, <laughs> boxer briefs, uh, getting a little bit of a breeze running through them. Mm-hmm. The the crackling light of Stormpiercer tracing behind you. Yeah, I uh, just think to myself, this is refreshing. <laughs> I should fight like this more often. Uh, yeah. I was I was gonna say well, earlier, the only reason that Sid was able to see all the stuff that he was seeing is because he's like wearing no clothing, and so he's just very alert because he's so cold. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bracing. <laughs> Bracing. Uh, yeah, so I'd like to attack this uh, mage fella. Okay. Okay. So close to a net 20. Um, it's going to be a 25 to hit. Woo! Yeah, that'll hit. Cool. Ooh, that's good. That's very good. Uh, okay, so we got... Uh, 21... 27... Uh, 30 damage. Oh, baby. Did not like that. Um, Alright, so, lunging forward, uh, with your dark vision, you are able to make out this thing's features. As you mm-hmm. lunge towards it, you can see that this is a, uh, at first you think it's just like a really sickly thin human mm-hmm. with this like deep cowl pulled up over its face with long, it's almost like a, a stole, if you know what that is. Uh, uh, not off the top of my head. It's like a long scarf-like vestment that hangs around the shoulders and comes down usually to about like hip or thigh length. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and that is this rich, deep blue with silver uh, filigree on it. 
It's wearing like a, a wispy traveling robe of some kind that falls about its legs. And you can see at, at first what you thought are boots with like, uh, kind of like the ninja, like the two toes. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it like raises its arms up, you can see that its arms are bare coming away from the robes. And at first you think it's wearing armor of some kind, but then you quickly see that it's like weirdly thin arms are what would be in, cased in some kind of armor they're just it's too thin there's not enough room for an arm like it's just mm-hmm. the metal and you see weird like wood and steel sinews in between the joints and as its face reels back as you come in for the stab you see that underneath its hood is just a metallic mask of a face okay, well, interesting yeah working on it super murder it and I believe that is your whole turn yes that is my whole turn. Okay, so that brings us to Tirza. Uh, yeah, this big old boy, uh, who's this big metal construct that was trying to pick up Cherish. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna wallop him. Go for the wallop. Eighteen. Uh, Eighteen does not hit. Oh. I'd like to do that again, please. Good call. Ah, 20. 20 will hit. Oh, I'm so sorry. The first one, he's a construct, right? So I get that plus three. Yeah. So it wasn't an 18, it was a 21. Okay. That's the first one. The first one's going to hit. Yes. Uh, Cool. And I'd like to use Divine Smite at second level, please. Sure. Uh, that is um, three bludgeoning, five radiant, and an extra three bludgeoning. Sorry. So six <laughs> plus in eight order. is 14. Got it. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was a 23. Mm-hmm. And I would like to do the same thing, Divine Smite at first. All that goodness. That is uh, five bludgeoning and... Four radiant. Nine. All right. I would also like to use my bonus action to cast Shield of Faith on Grawl. Okay. Please. Very good. Uh, can you do that at a range, or you need, need to touch him to do that? I don't. I think it's a range. Uh, I'm almost positive. I just. I think you're right. Need thirty just, feet. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Oh no, sixty feet. And even cool. better. So Grawl, you are shielded of faith. That means you have plus two to your AC. Yay. That will bring us to the mayor, who is not here. That will bring mm-hmm. us to Gus, uh, who is just fighting for his life right now. Uh, oh, but that's a natural 20. He is going to just, like, tear this wheel mimic in half. Yeah! Um, with a horrible squelching noise. But he, is, he still has a second mimic and that other suit of armor on top of him. So it's... Still not great for Gus. Uh, that wow. brings us to Grawl. Yay. Okay. Grawl, so, you saw Sid one... dash off into the night. Yeah, good one, smart guy. <laughs> it's kind of a thing. Do... Mm. There's sti- there is still there is still here. a mimic on top of you. Uh-huh. Uh there is the large automaton that Tirza is currently uh whacking at. Uh there is a large. There is a suit of armor and another mimic attacking Gus. 
and there's a, a mimic that was left behind when Sid ran away. And that Shit. is all that you are aware of. Shit. Okay. Um, well, I think I'm going to try to deal with this wheel right next to me. Okay. He's here. Um, uh, and boo, I forgot to use my reaction when he hurt me earlier. That sucks. Um, oh, well, uh, I'm going to attack this fool with my great sword. Um, okay. How big is this wheel? Uh, it is the uh, size of a large wagon man, wheel. So imagine like a, uh, monster truck tire. Maybe a little bit smaller than that, actually. Like, imagine a Wait. cartwheel. It's a, it's a large wheel. Um, okay. And I'm not flanking anymore. With anybody. Nope. No. Okay, well, that is a uh, 13 to hit. 13 hits. Wow. Well, wow. Right it's not exactly heavily armored. It is a squishy, squishy mimic. Okay. So attack one is ten. Ten damage. Okay. Yep, ten damage. And let's go for attack two, um, which is cherish. You'll be up going 17. up after the bad guys. Yep. Seventeen will hit. Yep. Okay. And attack two is uh, ten damage again. Ten damage again. All right. Take some damage. Doesn't like it. Still looking like it's trying to eat you. Brody. Moving on, staying where you are. Uh I'm 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 gonna hang here. Cool. I, I feel like I can I can take this wheel. Uh flying sword sweeps in for Tirza. <laughs> um that's a twenty to hit. Yeah. It hits me. And my god, I rolled a different D eight this time and it's still six slashing damage. This is insane. <laughs> I've literally rolled a five every single time for this thing's damage. That's absurd. That's I've done that, what, four times now? I that's, think yep. so. That's insane. Um, anyway, okay. Uh, armors. One of them's gonna fuck up Gus. And do a really good job. Oh no. Gus. That's Sorry. Three plus five is eight. Uh -uh, uh -uh. Not looking good for Gus. Uh, that is going to be the... Guardian is going to grab Paralyzed Cherish um, yep. and uh, begin tromping away. Uh, so, Tears of I would like, yeah. Yeah, you get an opportunity. Can I, can I, I can't use, expend a spell slot to use Divine Smite on that, can I? Uh, yeah, you absolutely can. Oh, holy shit. Awesome. I would love to do that then. Yes, please burn all your spell slots. <laughs> my friends being abducted yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah, else do to do absolutely uh, by the way uh, at the top of its turn you saw that some of that damage you dealt last turn is beginning to seal up mm -hmm. <sighs> fuck this thing yeah um, seems brutal yes it is uh, 19 19 will hit That is six bludgeoning damage and six radiant damage. Alright. Uh, it will take the hit on the back and continue to clomp away. And 
is going to make it most of the way back to where it's going. So it's technically heading towards you, Sid. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Uh, Tirza, you see it just moving off into the darkness, and you quickly like start to lose sight of it. Uh, that will bring us to... Let's see. Flying sword went. Armors went. Down to Cherish. Oh, there it is. Okay, it's like, uh, fuck. So, since we're moving closer to, uh, this horrible end that I'm about to meet, so can I see this person that, like, the figure that, uh, Sid is fighting with? You have dark vision, yeah? Yeah. Range of 60 feet? Yep. Okay, yeah, then you absolutely see the figure that uh, I mostly naked Sid is yeah. <laughs> stabbing the shit out of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am going to use a sorcery point to use subtle spell again. Uh, and I am going to cast magic missile as a fourth level spell at uh, this figure. Damn. Which means, because cool. I'm pissed. Yeah, um, and purple. And purple. <laughs> uh, okay. One more dart. A level above first. I mean, there's the t-shirt. I'm purple and pissed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so six darts. Yeah. Oh, I have exactly that many D D4s. Okay. <laughs> okay. Four. Seven. Eleven. Fourteen. Seventeen. Twenty-one. As your nice. bolts of magic go streaking across the night, you will see it raise a hand and cast shield. Boo. Oh my god! <laughs> but d magic missile but it, always hits, though, right? It does. Unless you cast shield. Yep. But I get to subtle spell! And the, the spell was very subtle if you weren't in the grasp of its uh, automaton Automaton of fun. Um, I'm in hell. Not yet. Not yet. Or, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life. Dad, you can step in anytime now. Uh, you can make a wisdom Claim saving throw. Me. Oh, yeah. What do you think this person looks for? <laughs> uh, well, that is a dirty 20. Ooh. Not that it matters. I'm just wiggling. <laughs> you are now in the grasp of this creature, but you are free to move, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm still holding on to the fire staff, so I'm just kick like so like I'm imagining that I'm like like this like football hold, so I'm just kicking my legs like stop. <laughs> okay. Um that brings us back up to the top with the mage. Um I did have a quick question. You may ask it, yes. Um, so, I can telepathically communicate with the lesser as long as he's mm -hmm. within a mile, but it doesn't, but I don't think it's, it doesn't say, like, whether that's an action or not. I, I mean, communication is generally a free action. Yeah. yeah. Um, so can I, like, just kind of feel out with my brain, like, 
ask the lesser if he knows what's like what like who this person is. Ah, uh, he has no idea. Okay. All right. Yeah. Would he know? No. Can he not okay. do like little bite actions? Just like I'm a rat. On the metal. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe on the rug over a series of years, perhaps. <laughs> um, All right, that yeah. brings us back to the top yeah. with the yep. mimics and the mage. Yep. Uh, the mage is going to use the disengage action uh, to get away from Sid and move towards its guardian. Sure. Um, oh, buddy. And that is basically his whole turn. Um, yeah. Then we will... Let's see. That brings us to the Mimics. Uh, they are going to be just glumphing all over the place. Um, let's see. Two of them are going to... The one that was attacking Sid is going to wheel in to attack Grawl. So you now have two on top of you. Mm. Uh, they both have advantage on their attacks. The first for 19, I think, still hits you, even with the yeah. Shield of Faith. The other... Ooh, that's only an 11, though, so that's not going to do it. Great. <laughs> so the first one hits you four. I got you. <laughs> eight plus three is 11 damage total. That is eight piercing and three uh, acid. The other mimic is going to uh, keep attacking. Um, I'd like to use a reaction on this fool. Oh yeah, sure. Me. Please do it. Fuck this dude. Okay. The one that hit you is the uh, a new one, by the way. It's okay. one of the one of the tent mimics. He he. It can always use more damage. It's fine. Uh, so thirteen plus eight is twenty-one. That'll hit. Perfect. Or um, eight. twelve damage. Twelve damage. Okay. The other tent mimic will attack Tirza. That is going to be a twenty-one to hit. Yeah, that'll get me. That is eight bludgeoning damage and two acid damage, so ten total. And the stovetop mimic and uh, will continue to batter Gus and just really give him a walloping. Uh, that is going to bring us to Sid. Okay, so he ran up. He's right up next to the automaton. They ran right up next to the large automaton that is still carrying Cherish, yes. Okay. Fuck. Um, I guess I will run up. And attack the the mage. Okay. <sighs> um. Does a would that be a fourteen? Uh, sorry, fifteen. Uh, fifteen would hit. Uh, but the guardian, because the mage is now very very close, will begin to glow with this effervescent yellow light that will then just like straight onto the exterior of the mage and it seems as though your attack is just deflected by this weird magic 
Interesting. So he has. So it casts shield. Uh, the the large automaton did something that improved the mage's AC. Okay. Um, let's try it again. Uh, should have. It seems as though there's like a shimmering golden light surrounding the the mage. So okay, if I well, I guess if I attacked with my action, I can only I can't do a different action for my bonus action. It would have to. Okay, so I'll just attack again. Maybe I'll hit. Who knows? Nope. Nope. Rolled worse. So. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that is Sid. That brings us to Tirza. Um, I would like to... How far away is Gus and the the baddies that are attacking him? About 15 like feet. A, okay. I'd like to run over um, so that the construct is between the two of us, and I'd like to hit that boy. Yeah, absolutely. Um... 18? 18 is exactly what you need. Oh, okay. Uh, good. <laughs> and you had advantage that... on that attack. You know that, right? Oh. No, well, but I just did that anyway, so... Okay. And it is a construct. Mm-hmm. I didn't crit with the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um... That is... Eight bludgeoning damage, and I would like to add on a divine smite at first level. Please do. <gasps> yes. I have not been rolling the right amount of divine smite damage. That's okay. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, how much have you been rolling? I've been rolling. Just my level, not my level plus one, which is what I d eights. Gotcha. Giving them a fighting chance. <laughs> that's, that's the tears that's away. What I'm. Yeah. That's, I'm trying to be a good sport about yeah, this whole thing. Obviously, because we're doing so well. <laughs> you thought you just throw them a bone. Cool. But that's nine radiant damage, and I would like to do that again. Okay. Attack again, please. Please, yeah. By all means. Uh. God damn it. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> um, I that, oh, and I have advantage on that again. Correct? Absolutely, you do. Because you were okay, flanking cool. with Gus. That's good because I rolled a two. Um, a lot. It's over 20. Awesome. I'm... Roll it up. Uh, that is 10 radiant damage and. Nine bludgeoning damage. Again, something about the magic of this mace just tearing through this armor as though it were nothing. Eventually, you beat a hole into the back of its chest plate. You see the the large piece of paper glowing with yellow light, and you just shred it as your mace passes through it, this armor clattering to the ground as you land your second blow. Cool. That will bring us to... Um... Ooh, and Tirza, I will say that it's about this time that your eyes are starting to adjust a little bit, because while there is no, like, light from anything, the fire has been totally put out at this point, 
there is brilliant starlight above you, so your eyes are beginning to adjust to the like ambient light of the night. Uh, also, all these flashes of radiant damage yeah. that I'm doing. That actually is probably spoiling your night vision a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that will bring us to the mayor who's stuck. Uh, Gus is going to try to kick the shit out of the stove. Um, and do a pretty good job. Good job, Gus. But then roll double ones on his damage. Bad job, oh. Gus. <laughs> Alright, that's gonna bring us to Grawl. Hey, hey. Okay, now I've got two fun boys with me. You two have, fun wheel boys. You have uh, one tent and one wheel. <laughs> okay, one tent and a wheel. Okay, fantastic. Well, it's a good thing I don't have any spell slots left. Mm. So that's cool. Yeah, if only uh, you had things that you could cast on them that didn't require a, a spell slot. Right, right. No, I've, I've got those. I've yeah. got those. Mm -hmm. um, but why would I want to do that? I don't know. I can just good at smacking things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anyways. Uh, if only one of them made you better at smacking things. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do, Mike? Okay. Give him away. Anyways, as bonus action, I am going to uh, curse. Which one looks m like they're doing better? The... the I mean, like the tenth looks very healthful. Okay, yeah, it's a healthy For a tent? tent. It's a very it's healthy tent. tent. It's got some I mean, to it. imagine, it, is a, it looks vaguely like a tent, but it is, like, seeping in places, and the flaps have opened up into, like, this horrible toothy mouth, and there are pseudopods coming out of it. Nope, not a fan. Anyways, uh, yeah, I am going to curse that fun tent. Whereas the wheel is just sort of opening up like Pac-Man. Wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. The the tent abomination needs to be dealt with. Okay. Anyways, uh, tent a bomb thing is uh, so you get cursed. Your your hexblade's curse is now upon it. Mm -hmm. the, the tent abomination reminds you vaguely of uh, a house with a mouth that you might have been trapped in once, maybe cool. in a dream. No. No. That sounds ridiculous. No, Actually, Grawl is the only person to remember that. I know. <laughs> Giving him re no. Anyways, uh, yeah, Hexblade's curse on this tent, this tent, mm -hmm. um, and then I'm going to swing my sword at this tent. Please do. Okay. Uh, eight. Uh, twenty-four to hit. Twenty-four will hit. Perfect. Uh, and fourteen for attack one. All right. And then, uh, 19 to hit. 19 will hit. Perfect. And attack 2. Uh, 13. 13. Ooh. Not looking good. That tent. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. That, staying where you are? Uh, yeah, I got 21 AP left. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, that will bring us to uh, the flying sword. We'll dip down at tears. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> and attack you uh, for 16 to hit. Uh, yes. Again? <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm. This is. 
<laughs> this is so death spooky. By, death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> if I was making this up, I would be making up different numbers every time. Yeah. Yeah. It deals it six slashing like, damage. It would be in, like, Fibonacci's <laughs> sequence or something. Yeah, I would be doing the digits of pi. Um... <laughs> That's so Ugh. spooky. That's insane. Probability is... Ugh. Fickle mistress. Um, mm -hmm. The world is magical. It is indeed. Uh, so oh, the nah. both of the armors are dead. The guardian will heal a little bit and attempt to clamp down on Cherish uh, with its hands to try to restrain you uh, with a, a, okay. a deeper grapple. So you need to make an opposed uh, athletics check with this thing. I believe in you. That's so funny. I rolled a seven again, which means it's a six. <laughs> That's so funny. It rolled a natural 20, which means it's a 24. <laughs> no. So it's just going to clamp down on you with its giant robot arms, and you are restrained. Doofa. Working for the clamp down. That will bring us to Cherish. Give her the clamps. Okay. Give her the clamps. Only. <laughs> Okay, a couple of questions. Um, so the fire staff just casts spells. Like I don't have to move move it at all. It allows you to cast spells. So if those spells require okay, so somatic and verbal components, they still. Will. I would have to. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Next question. Uh, how's Sid looking? Does Sid um, look like he could take forty-eight points of damage if I rolled right? Um, well, that's certainly a metagame question, but no. He's, but he's but he's so quick. He's, he's so quick. quick. He is so quick, and he does have evasion, so... Is it a dexterity saving throw? Yes, it is. Then, theoretically, I would take half of it. Failed my dexterity saving throw, which would... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm gonna use subtle spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna cast fireball just right here. Just... <laughs> Would that not hit you, too? It would! <laughs> Fire resistance. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, fair uh, enough. I can, yeah, I, can take, I can take half of 48. I'm okay. not expecting to roll that much, but... And isn't it doubled because of the fire staff? Well, if you I make... Well, if Oh, yeah, I would take a quarter damage. I was I was thinking mm. about the dexterity saving throw, but... Please roll that... Fi uh, thir at third level, you're casting a spell? Uh, Yes, because I'm out of... Level slots. Fair enough. Uh, roll me that sweet, sweet fireball damage. Oh my god, that's a lot of dice. That was rolling. very loud. Yeah. Um. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna make my dexterity saving throw, which I think I make at disadvantage anyway. I think you might automatically fail that if you're restrained. Uh, no, sure I, you... that's that's paralyzed. Okay. I have I do have disadvantage when restrained, though. Okay. So I'm gonna make that now. And Sid, you're gonna need, need to be making a uh, deck save as well. Okay. What's your spell save? Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. That's not the worst. Oh my god! I rolled two oh, yeah. sixes. <laughs> oh no! One of them's a nine. Well, it's still seven. For my saving throw. Right. Um, Sid, what did you get? Uh, 22. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Evasion just means you just completely dodge all of this, yeah? Yeah, yeah so I, like, 
leap out of the way dramatically. <laughs> I just see the look in, in Cherish's eye, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Time to backflip on out of this one. <laughs> yeah. Backflip away. He does no, the thing where he... he dodges so quickly, his his shorts come off, and he has to reach out of frame <laughs> to grab them back grab in. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna say he just turns and walks away in slow motion as the fireball explosion happens behind him. Yeah. Speaking of but fireball also, explosions, he's in boxers. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's. How much damage happens. are we talking about here? Uh, twenty four. Twenty four points of fire damage. Well, thankfully. Both the mage and the guardian uh, just rolled so well on these, uh, with an 11 and a 7, respectively. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So the mage is just completely blown backwards and away, its body going ragdoll as it just flies through the air, cartwheeling across the (laughs) the dusty air. The Guardian is scorched, but it doesn't seem like it's uh, appreciably destroyed or anything. But as soon as soon as the mage ragdolls and goes flying, uh, it yeah. does immediately release you and then just seems to power I down. I had a feeling. Yeah. I only took six damage from that. Nice. So, that brings us to the mage who's dead, and the mimics are going to begin to go fucking berserk as their uh, mind-controlled master is now dead. Um, Let us see if they flee or continue to attack. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The ones who are currently engaged in fighting will, yeah, uh, break ranks and begin to run away. They are panicked. They do not have the element of surprise. The only reason they are fighting like they were was because they were being ordered to. Um, and without their master to continue to direct their actions, they will just galumph off into the night. Uh, you can all get opportunity attacks if you would like to. Grawl, though, yeah. the tent that is beginning to flee definitely looked as though it was on its last flaps. <laughs> its last stakes? Yeah. It's definitely mm-hmm. pulling up stakes now. Mm-hmm. I'm done with all of you. I have to kill this thing now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that is a 22. 22 will hit. Perfect. Um, oof, nice. Uh, 18. 18, yeah, you just <laughs> destroy this thing as it's trying to run away. Um, the wheel that was also attacking you just rolls off into the night. Um, just like thumping over <laughs> a rock as it... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Grawl, when you kill the tent, do you then say, now it's past tense? And stand <laughs> dramatically. Are you just? Are you just thinking? asking me this? No, he's not there. Oh, okay, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. the stove yeah. that was still attacking uh, Big Gus will just like plum 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 uh, off into the night as well. 
Uh, Gus is just going to let it go. He's done fighting these things. He looks like six oh, ways gosh. to Sunday, just beat to ever-loving shit. Like, he had only nine hit points left. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah, one more round would have been real bad for Gus. Uh, that sword will also just fall out of the air next to you, Tirza. I was just about to ask. Hey, sword. cool, free sword. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about free swords. I know. <laughs> Um, does it no longer has the little wing attachments? Uh, those those wings are the things that like just poof, and then it falls to the ground. Cool. Mm. Figured it was something like that. Okay, uh, and we are out of combat. As you stand victorious over this field of fallen automatons and items, uh, you glance around and uh, like breathe heavily clutching at your wounds, staring around, and you're left to wonder, because there is still no sign of Mayor Ezekiel Von Zorovich, as you glance around, and I think it is there that we're going to take our break in possibly the longest first section we've ever done, uh, and when we come back, we will uh, sift through the remnants and ashes of this fight. Search the corpse. Oh, that's exactly what I'm doing immediately. Yeah. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to talk to you about possibly the most versatile magic item that has ever been crafted. Golems. Now, some of you may be saying, but Omatep, isn't a golem a monster? And to this I say, fech, expand your horizons, my friends. A golem is a crafted, magical item, specifically wrought by mages who contain immense magical power and use it to create something that looks like a big lumpy person. When made correctly, a golem will follow the orders of its creator down to a T, sometimes with semi-disastrous results if you have more open-ended orders for your golem. But they can accomplish just about anything. Without the need to sleep or eat or breathe, a golem will never stop working unless ordered to. Talk about a high cost-benefit ratio. Golems come in all shapes and sizes, to the smallest little homunculus, to the largest of war golems. They can be made out of almost anything as well. There are clay golems and iron golems, there are stone golems and wood golems, there's your flesh golems if you want to get real creepy about it. I have even seen miniature golems made of tiny things like hair or shards of glass. Now, on most worlds you will not find golems that can think for themselves. They will simply do as they are told. Some of the more complex ones maybe appear to be thinking about what they are doing, but they are simply considering their options and going down their list of programming. There is one world, though. I was there once, a long time ago. There was a big, tall city called Sharn. There are all of these houses marked by some kind of ancient draconic power. I think it was called Eberron? Ah, but you don't want to hear about my silly adventures. You just want to hear about my killer deals. Because, for a limited time only, I have a very unique item for sale. It is called the Manual of Golems. This book, with a little work, will let you construct your very own golem. Who wouldn't want that? 
And for a limited time only, you can buy one here at Duskwalker Import and Export TM for the low, low price of 500,000 gold. Come on. Don't you want an awesome golem, friend? Who wouldn't want one of those? No? Okay, well, maybe next time. Let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had emerged victorious against a horde of constructs, mimics, and strange mages, which they have yet to determine the true origin of. But as we come back now, uh, Cherish, you're picking yourself up the ground where the uh, large automaton has dropped you. It now stands and looms over you, seemingly inactive. The body of the mage spun wildly out into the distance, having been blown away by your fireball. The mimics fled off into the night, the surviving ones anyway. Gus sags against the cart, the wheels kind of like coming to one side as he his massive bulk is propped up by the uh, the suspension of the vehicle. What are you all doing? Uh, cherish, like stomps after the mage's body. Uh, yeah, Sid follows. Okay, because the next thing was going to be her being like, Sid, help me get this thing back to camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. if if you didn't get up yourself, you would try to help you up, but you're good. So, uh, yeah, I will help you carry it to back to camp. Or drag it, I don't really care. Either way, it's fine. <laughs> I, I would like to... Um... I don't think that anything else is going to fuck with us, but I would like to heal Grawl for 20 points of damage and Big Gus for 25. Fuck yes. Okay, yeah, Big Gus is very appreciative of that. Uh, and he's suddenly looking a lot better, and once he is, he gets this panicked look in his eye, just like, uh, 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 like he's looking around desperately trying to see where the mayor got to. Um, I, I shout for somebody to start a campfire something as I'm dragging I the body I mean I'll start a campfire then uh, Cherish Sid give me perception checks real quick mm -hmm. the face, make sure it's super Fuck. Um, 10 15 15. Okay. Cherish, you notice the wand rattling to the ground. So it, from... from the body. Like, it was it was having a wand, yeah. but since it's limp, it can't, like, hold on to anything. So it just, Ooh. like, clatters to the ground as you begin to drag it. So you notice... Free wand! <laughs> oh, 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 is that my sword you did? <laughs> we'll see. Maybe, yeah, let's see what it does first. Um, it might have a mayor in it. <gasps> Let Grawl sword eat it. <laughs> no, God, that would be horrible. I mean, it would. This be is how Grawl but... becomes the new mayor of Blue. First Blue Gulch, then the world. <laughs> then the <laughs> world. It's gonna be called uh, Blue Grulch. Ah, <laughs> boo. Are any of my ideas that good? I mean, really, are they? <laughs> I, you guys should be booing all of my jokes. I do. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I do. Don't worry. We got you. As you come 
back to camp between the two of you dragging this strange automaton, Cherish kind of awkwardly holding your staff and wand in grasp in one hand, the arm of the automaton slung around the other shoulder, Sid, you're on the other side, the the storm echo having dissipated back into Stormpiercer. Yeah. At least one hand free, then. So between the two of you, you're able to drag it back pretty easily, but this thing is shockingly heavy. Yeah. Mm. Like, way heavier than a creature of its size made of meat and bones would be. And as you're moving with it, you are very aware that, like, yes, this is some kind of strange automaton as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, Cherish and I are dragging um, the automaton back to camp, I just turn to her and like, is this like, is this like a hell thing or is this new? I, who knows at this point. <laughs> It's probably a hell thing. If this is what was attacking us earlier yesterday, then I don't know why they didn't just do it yesterday, but whatever. Probably waiting to ambush us while we're asleep. Not a bad strategy. I think it's a terrible strategy. How could I fight when I'm sleeping? This will work. <laughs> so we're traveling with Empire. You're having this conversation as you come back mm-hmm. towards the camp, so Grawl's able to chime in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As right. as you get back again, Gus is just looking looking around, and he'll just say, "Where's Mayor?" Uh, that's what we're about to find out. And he just like looks off into the darkness and looks back. It's like what? Um, I something searched... the the mage did something magic. We're gonna figure it out. Don't worry. I searched the the body. Give me I an would also... investigation roll. Can I? Do an investigation arcana roll? Investigation already uses intelligence, so... Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. No. I'll just make an arcana... Can I just make an arcana roll, then, while oh, Sid's searching yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sid got a dirty 20 on it. Oh, very good. Okay, so patting down this creature... You discover that, yeah, what you thought was maybe armor of some kind is just its body. Like, in between the plates of some sort of strange metal, it's like a dark gunmetal gray metal. And it has sinews of what look like vines or wood or something that stretch between its joints. Mm. And the faceplate isn't a faceplate, it's just its face. It's, it's, uh, what looks at first like a helmet is just like, no, that's its head. Yeah. Weird. It has a, uh, just a metal face mask, almost Doctor Doom-esque in how it presents. It's got, like, a little mouth slit and eyes that have gone dark. As you're patting it down, uh, in its robes, you find several things. A small bandolier of potions. Sweet. There are, let's see, six potions. They all appear to be the same kind. Are they clearly labeled? Probably not. (laughs) They are labeled, but it is not in a language that you would know. Uh, Can anybody read this? Uh, Can I look at it? Sure. I'd... I toss. I toss one to cherish. 
Um, you also, Sid, you find several other things. Um, there was the wand, which Cherish grabbed, that you're already aware of. Uh, it had a a locket around its neck. Okay. And the, the locket has a gemstone at its center, suspended by what looks like golden wire around a, a silver circle. So it's a silver circle with golden wire wrapped around the outside that suspends this gemstone in the middle. And you recognize this golden gemstone in the center of this pendant because it looks almost exactly the same as the crystal that was revealed when the Guardian opened up its chest and did the spell. Interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, Sid, I don't know if Sid can put two and two together there, but maybe this was controlling the automaton. Who knows? Or giving it its magic. Automaton, who knows? Giving it its Yeah. Or maybe it casts the same spell. You also find a large iron flask with uh, strange, like, runes carved on its metal, though it does just look like a pretty basic drinking flask of some kind. Um, I open up the flask and I smell. You open up the flask and suddenly there is a shattering of blue-gray light that erupts from the flask. Oh! You did it! All right! You solved my flask puzzle. (laughs) As as you do, there's the the reverse scream of the mayor as he and like shards of him begin like asserting themselves back into reality and suddenly he's standing directly in front of you just like staring around his claws out glowing with that like crackling black light and you can see his fangs have grown in his mouth and his back is arched slightly and he's just staring around ready to kill something oh man I was really hoping there was booze in there oh well and there's booze in the vehicle. But True. Join me. Join me. Uh. <laughs> and the mayor will just, like, stare at you and slowly calm down. And you see his nails sort of, like, beginning to grow shorter and more manicured. His fangs sort of recede into his mouth. He loses the kind of animalistic crouch that he had. Uh, you all now see the mayor who has lost his glasses at this point, and this is the first time most of you are seeing his eyes, which are just glowing with a malevolent red. Yeah. Terrific. Lovely. <laughs> mm-hmm. You good? And he'll... <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Accent slip in there a little bit? And he'll give you a look. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything about Barovia. Why would I say that? (laughs) Barovia is well known for its fried chicken and uh, (laughs) mint juleps. Yeah, mint juleps. Barovian hospitality, yeah. (laughs) The mayor will say, I'm not entirely sure what just happened. I think it zapped you into its flask. Flask zapper? That is rather upsetting. I... Hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. 
Can you read what it says on the flask? Yeah, I hand the mayor um, the flask. And he'll stare down at it, and there is, like I said, some kind of like weird runic sigil that he just kind of shakes his head at. It's like, it's some sort of symbol. It doesn't, it's not a language as far as I can tell. Hmm. What happened is, and he'll just like look around at the carnage around the camp, and he'll actually adopt a, a brief smile, and he'll say, well, I suppose we've won. Oh, yeah. And We're Gus, all standing in our underwear. <laughs> Gus is only... <laughs> off to the side, and uh, he's letting out a big... <sighs> oh, yeah, Sid, do you want my, my coat? No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. It's refreshing. It... Sid, while you're like patting really down cold. the the mage... Because you got a 20, yes? Uh, yes. Okay. You also find a strange beaded bracelet that it was wearing kind of under the wrist plate of its left arm. Cool. Hey, Grawl, do you want to, like, look at some of these with your magic vision? Mm, yeah. I mean... Cool. I guess. So, what do we got? What do we got? You... Uh, let's see. And I show them the things. You cast uh, uh, Detect Magic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all of the items you have found and the body detect as magical. Fantastic. Though the body is quickly uh, losing its magical essence. Okay. Uh, I, I ask Carl to look at the the big automaton. Carl to look at the big automaton. Well, um, I think the magic was coming from whatever was inside it. It's all kind the time. Of kind of, yeah, I guess it's just kind of like dissipating. Uh, everything else is super glowy, so that's neat. It's all magical. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Can I tell what you, what... kind of magic? Um, let's see. The I you can. yeah, if you focus on each of the stuff, the. Mm-hmm. The flask is some kind of abjuration magic. That makes sense. Okay. The potions all contain enchantment magic. Mm-hmm. The wand is transmutation. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the bracelet is most types of magic. It seems to contain a, a plethora. Ooh, fun. All right, then. I relay, <clears throat> I relay that information to everyone. Cool. Ooh, transmutation one. Yeah, um, uh, potions of... Do we think the, the wand was what he used to capture the mayor? Pokemon no, the, style? the flask. Well, the flask is where he was kept. Right. But... Yeah, maybe maybe it's like a like a key phrase or something. But when you say it, it, it works. Does it does its thing? Does that how um, magic works? I don't know. Sometimes. Yes, sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. Well, growl. Then I think you're on to something. Verbal components, my friend. No, that's a different uh, show. Uh, <laughs> um, Mike, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so the potion, like the the label on it, can I not read that or? Uh, looking at it, you can see. Yeah, it's not a language that you recognize. Okay. Damn. I'm fairly certain. Okay. Everyone else has looked Which... at it and doesn't recognize it. Yeah. And like I said, there are six of those potions. They are all the same. They are all labeled with that weird language that nobody recognizes, even the mayor. Okay. Wow. Ooh, okay. It's all those weird... It's a language contrived with all those weird S's that everyone drew in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking at it, it looks like it's written in a neat, precise hand. Like, it doesn't seem too fancy or scripty. Like, you just... you don't recognize the characters or what it says. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we should put all of this stuff in the bag of holding until yeah. we get to a place where we can identify it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Or Sid could just drink one. No, Tirza, that's You first, not... Tirza. <laughs> that's Wait, not the if thing. I oh, drink one, one and you drink time. one at the same time, as that say? Do we think this is a good idea right this now? Is terrible, no. This is no. a terrible yeah, idea. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> Normally, I'm one for drinking things. This is a terrible idea. Tirza, why are you suddenly on board with this now? <laughs> Very weird timing. Uh, what happened to the horses? Yep. Good you question. feel a tugging from wherever the great sword is, drawing you towards mm-hmm. that bracelet. Damn it. Guys, yep. I was hungry. He wants to eat the bracelet. And the mayor well, will say, I'm sorry? His um, sword eats stuff sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. keep Grawl, up, man. Grawl, can we please get it identified for... Let me make... I'm... Can I... Yes, because no. let's, let's just know what your sword is eating before, you know, we don't it. want to give it indigestion. Um, <laughs> if we put it in the bag of holding, does the sensation go away? I was literally just about to ask that. Yeah. It fades, but it doesn't disappear completely. Like, okay. because like because magic. you know it's there, then the sword knows it's there. Crawl's really forgetful. Um, <laughs> this Unlike is Reed. true, but... <laughs> Give it a day and he'll forget we've found a, a bracer or a pearl of power or anything like that. <laughs> Thankfully, my mind is like a steel trap and I am playing the sword here, so. <laughs> yep, great. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, Mott, Mott somewhere, like, he had a pearl of power. <laughs> that idiot. <laughs> uh, that dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> there it uh, is. How many potions were there? Six. Six. Six potions. Okay. Six potions. Bracelet. And the wand. And the weird locket. And the flask. And the locket, and yes. The weird and locket. the locket. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm going to straight up pick up that sword. It's mine now. <laughs> okay. It is a functional longsword. Cool. Word. Um. Yeah, the sword did not detect his magic, by the way. Oh, boo. Yeah, yeah, it's a sword. Normal sword. Um. Just fine. I threw my hammer some somewhere. <laughs> God, so good at that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can find it. The mayor will lean over the body of this creature and sort of like poke it with his hand. Uh, you see Gus coming up behind him and handing him his gloves that he threw on the ground earlier. And the mayor will take them and go, oh, thank you, Gus. Slowly he'll like pull his gloves back on. And he'll say, I have never seen a creature like this before. Well, that's not entirely true. I have seen automatons, golems, and the like, but this is... This is something else. Yeah, they seemed pretty advanced, I guess. I don't know, the big ones over there. The... Sort of the... Uh, hunched figure. Yeah, and it's just... In the near distance, it's sort of just leaning over. Can I do an arcana check on the... The... Mage... Sure. I think you already did earlier, yeah? I think we just sort of... Oh, I don't remember over. what I rolled. Oh, I don't remember roll what I rolled. Okay. Um, roll it again. Okay. Let's see. 21. Yeah, you know about golems, and there is automatons made by gnomish communities in Srothheim that are advanced, and, like, clockwork engines that make for excellent, like, servants, so long as you keep their tasks very basic. Mm -hmm. There are slightly more advanced ones in certain gnomish communities uh, south of Fort Verge that there are, like, always advances in gyromancy, it's called. Mm -hmm. um, gear magic is also another name for it. It's a type of magic that infuses items. Mm -hmm. Um... It's half-heartedly in a pursuit to understand the Forge Bond, um, right. but that's always seemed like a, a an off-kilter track to certain people. Um, just in terms of, like, everything they're accomplishing with that type of magic doesn't seem to be even close to approaching yeah. Forge Bond items. But maybe it's like a parallel track. Um, but mm -hmm. even with all of that information, nothing... Like, no one's ever made an artificial spellcaster before. Yeah, this is wacky as hell. Hmm. The closest uh, thing you could maybe think of is something approaching like artificial lichdom, but that seems really evil and if that was the case, you'd think this thing would have been a lot more a lot more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Um and we didn't find any kind of paper or bounty on him, on the body. Uh, with the investigation roll of the 20? No, no, you did not. Okay. Can I make one? I mean, sure. With the express pu purpose of looking for it? That's not nearly as good. Yeah, no. That's only a 15. Yeah, the only thing that stands out to you is the weird bracelet that Grawl said had, like, every sort of matching in it. That seems weird. Mm -hmm. um, but there's no documentation on this thing. But studying that, like, beaded bracelet, you can see that the reason it maybe detects is all of those different kinds of magic because there is... Um, how many schools of magic are there? Eight? Nine. Um, no, I think that's right. 
Uh, there are that many beads, and each one has, like, the alchemical symbol for that school of magic emblazoned on the bead. Interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll relay that information before we put it in the bag. Is there any way we can, like, I don't know, figure out what it is, other than using it? Unless someone could cast Identify, uh, or, yeah, yeah just test it out. I mean, it... We should probably wait till we get, like, back to town, so that we can, you know, have it identified. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if anyone here could do that. Um, yeah, and, and while Cherish is analyzing the bracelet, Grawl, you just feel that draw of the sword. It wants to eat it. Okay, we'll put it in the bag. We'll put it in the bag. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Much appreciated. Uh, as for the horses, yeah, they panicked and ran off into the night. Fuck. Cool. Alright. Uh, the Let's mayor will volunteer to go find them. Um, You have few hours left until dawn. Technically, all of this happened right near the end of Cherish's watch. Um, yeah. So, it was... You still had two watches to get through before the morning came. Uh, so, the mayor, being a tireless undead fiend, uh, will spend the rest of the night uh, tracking down your horses. Uh, and it's surprising how much ground you can cover when you are a swarm of bats. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Uh, did... Did... Carrie also run off? To a distance, but then quickly came back. Cool. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, everyone looks to the horses and Carrie like, by herself, uh. like, sup? <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, oof. Cherish is gonna be like, okay, my watch is over. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, turn to sleep. Unfortunately, because of this interruption in your sleep, you do not get the benefits of a long rest this evening. Yeah, that's okay. You, yeah. you do get the benefits of a short rest while you are uh, taking the rest of the evening to sleep. So, All right. Crawl, getting those spell slots back. <laughs> spend some hit die. All two of them. Hear me. Again, but they're two fourth level spells. I know, I was going to say, they're really good. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to spend three hit dice. When the morning comes and you all begin to wake up, um, you find that the mayor has returned to your horses and then unceremoniously slinked off to his carriage to return to his coffin. Big Gus is sort of forlornly putting the camp, packing it up and like, He's looking mistrustfully at his cast iron stove. Oh. As though, how could you betray me, stove? <laughs> uh, do we have a level of exhaustion because of this? No. Okay. You managed to get a decent amount of sleep, but uh, you just okay. did not get the full benefits just, of a long yeah. rest. Okay. If you if, if you had then stayed up the rest of the night, probably. Okay. 
when you wake up, Cherish, you see that uh, sitting near the ruined campfire is the uh, the lanky form of the lesser, just sitting mm-hmm. there in imp form, kind of like poking at what's left of some ashes with a little twig. Seems to be some broken piece of detritus that he's picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning. And I'll turn towards you and go, Oh, hey! What's up? Uh, no- nothing much. Just getting getting the day started. How are you? I'm fine, you know. Just, just hanging out. The lesser. No big deal. Okay. Uh, do you want some breakfast? I, uh, don't really have anything burnt, but... No, no, I'm good, I'm good. Um, are you okay? Uh, yeah. Okay, it's just, you know, there was the fight last night, and... You didn't compel me to do anything, so I... Should I have done... Your your orders have been super vague up until now, and it sort of weirded me out. Well, I... I mean, I'm... I guess I, I didn't really, like, realize that that's how that worked. I thought that just, like, like you would answer questions if I had questions... I thought that that was sort of what you, you th- Oh boy, you really don't know how this works. I've never had a familiar before. I'm, oh, I'm please, please do not use the F word if you don't mind. Oh, it's I'm sorry. it's very demeaning. I'm sorry. I've never had a partner before. Uh, that's it's not Is that worse? I mean It's <sighs> funny. <laughs> Bondsman. Let's go with that. Okay. I've never had a bondsman before. It's that's and that's it shows. Yeah, I I can imagine since I used that word. (laughs) It's just usually when someone higher up on the hierarchy uh, gets access to. Uh, another fiend's true name. You you make use of that fiend in whatever way you see fit. That's how this works. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, do you... I do good work for you, and then eventually, you know, I get a little something, something, and suddenly this imp is a bob devil. <laughs> that, 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 that's 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 how this works. That's how it works. Yeah. Well, how do how do I mean? How would I turn you into a barbed? De- I, I. I mean, you're you're the higher up. I'm, oh, I'm just the lesser. Oh boy. And Grawl, you were awake having had last watch, and you're just like watching all of this happen. I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on, continue. This is good. This is good. The lesser seems unconcerned with your presence. Yeah. That's fine. Not concerned with his. <laughs> so, 
Okay, I'm I'm confused though because you you seem to not want to to do stuff, but if you do stuff then then it's good for you though. If I had my way, I would not be here. Okay. But since I am here, mhm. Mm maybe I could get a little something on the back end for my troubles, yeah? Okay. Is that possible? Maybe. Uh, again, I don't know. I don't know how how to Oof. do it. Okay. Well, I mean, look. You, yeah, fair. You're new at this, clearly. So, uh, tell you what, we'll figure it out. Okay. I mean, you have been really helpful. Uh, right? I I want not like really helpful, but I I want. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> Only like marginally helpful, but but I but I I want I don't right I I do feel bad about about you know trapping you here, and you know and you told me about the the caster yesterday that or the day before yesterday that was helpful. Yeah, sure. I just I could use a little bit more direction, you know. Okay. I don't work well with open-ended assignments. Okay. Um, well, what kind of stuff can you do? Just so that I know. I can sneak around. I can watch people. If I'm feeling real frisky, and he'll, like, point down to his tail, which is this long, horrible, hooked scorpion tail, I can sting the shit out of people if I'm feeling like it. Okay. So? Um, oh, okay, so can you, um, stay, I, I think you have to stay within about a mile of me. Yeah, yeah, so exactly can... one mile, that is precisely how far I can get from ah, here. Ah, wow, 5,680 feet, go cherish. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking nerd. <laughs> See, I think the glasses, so for our listeners, I got new glasses. And so I've been wearing them more, and I think it's making me smarter. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely how that works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you could do, um, like, a mile perimeter check uh, around us while we're traveling, uh, and just keep me in the loop about uh, what's going on. Okay. Or do it. Please. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> And he'll whoop, disappear. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> and a voice inside your head says, Excellent. Already they obey you. <gasps> Mass? <sighs> yes. Are you okay? I've been trying to re I've been trying to reach out to you. I was not okay, child. I know. I, I am still broken. And I know. you I'm... haven't fixed me yet. I'm trying. Try harder. Okay. You fought well last night. Thank you. <laughs> But it was a close thing. I know. 
I hesitated. Yes. It's it's nice to have you back, even if in a limited capacity. She's silent. Ugh, I need a diamond. <laughs> rest of you wake up. You find the morning. I mean, I'm already awake. Eventually you break camp. Tears, as you were usually the first one awake, I would say you probably heard a lot of that lesser conversation as well. Oh, I so funny story is I was going to write in there that I... That Tears is like, I'm fucking sleepy, so I don't hear that. Oh, Cause, fair enough. Because, yeah. <laughs> okay. You pack we'll up. wait to have that conversation. <laughs> and you make way on the third day of Ember? Yeah, unless... Yeah. There's anything else we want to do with the things that we destroyed. Again, now in the full daylight, you see the remnants of the armor that was destroyed. It seems old and kind of shoddy now in the daylight. It's got some rust stains on it. The The sword that you're looking at, Tirza, is old. It's in, well, it's in decent repair, but it is clearly of a, a very ancient make and of a craftsmanship you absolutely do not recognize. Interesting. In the cold light of day, the Guardian still sits just perfectly still off in the distance a few dozen yards from camp. Just staring in the direction that it shut down in. Weird. Yeah. Shall we wreck it? How I mean, so? Just fireball I mean, it a bunch? No, with tears is construct wrecking thing. wrecking yeah. thing. Did you find that? No, she threw her hammer the day before. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, did you go get that too? Nope. No. no, there's that's. But I have the sword wrong. now, so it's fine. It, a new no. weapon to throw carelessly. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it too. Throw yeah. weapons, master. Oh you know, yeah, coming. You in know handy. what? Talila's not gonna come by and pick up that discarded weapon too. You can't just keep leaving these things around. You don't know. It's true, and Mike is making a face. <laughs> As you reassemble camp... She and... might, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, do you just leave the, the Guardian there? I mean, I... I, as the player, have a thought about it, but I don't think Sid would think about it. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. You can give me would... an intelligence saving throw to see if you can yeah. put that together. Sure. Would, Cher would Cherish uh, be smart enough to think of it? 
Intelligence saving throw. 13. Yeah, I'll say. Mix that player knowledge in, my son. Okay. Uh, so, the you're gem from, on this... You're, you're from the big city. You know some stuff. I know things, you know? Um, the gem wow. on this pendant matches the gem on that automaton. What if this thing controls that thing? That is also a thing that I said yesterday. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, true. Yeah. So why aren't we, like, trying to, con- like... Well, uh, t- I, I think that the rest of us are attuned to too many things. <laughs> is, that, is that true? Everybody's got three, three things? Or, wait, I think I only have two, actually. I only have two. Hat. Ring. Sword. Ring. Yep. Yeah. So Grawl's the only one who couldn't do it. Gotcha. Should we do you want to just give it a shot? Sure. I guess Thanks. while while everyone else is breaking down camp, I can attune to the or try to attune to the pendant. Yeah. See okay. what happens. Um Attuning to the pendant is easy enough. Um, you take an hour to do it, but uh, you yeah. can do that while camp is being broken down. And yeah, eventually you discover that uh, once attuned, you now have a telepathic bond with that giant automaton. And oh, staring so at it now, over the course of the night, all the damage that was dealt to it has been just seemingly erased. It looks fresh. Wow. So we're officially unstoppable now. Right? Yeah. Can we load this thing on top of the carriage? (laughs) No. How fast does it move? So heavy. (laughs) Does not move super fast. Yeah. Yeah. Can we put Cherish in it so she can't get kidnapped anymore? There isn't. Can I wear it like a mech suit (laughs) now? Yeah. What you also know once you are attuned to this is that the the shield guardian that you now control mm-hmm. uh, is also capable of storing spells within it. It yes. can store one spell of up to yeah. fourth level or lower. Shit. And when you load a spell into it, you basically give it specific commands under what circumstances does the spell go off. Okay. Is there? We can't like look. It's it's going to be too slow to take with us, right? Can we? Grawl, you're making a motion. Yeah, I mean, yes, and come back for it. Can we not put it on top of the carriage? Yeah, it looks so heavy. It looks crazy heavy. It can hold big Gus. Yeah. Big Gus like is made thing. of meat. This thing is twelve feet tall and <laughs> made of steel, like solid and, metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we drag it behind the car? <laughs> I mean, it can move. You can command it telepathically now. It's just not nearly as fast as the horses in your cart. Yeah. So I can just tell it to follow the cart, but it's just going to take it a minute. <laughs> Sounds like that might be the best course of action. Yeah, does it feel like there's a range on that? 
if you are attuned to it, you would know that it doesn't feel like there's a range on it. So long as you're still on the same plane of existence, the Guardian will know the direction of the amulet. And your telepathic bond is... Yeah. As this far is as amazing. Want. We have yeah. a new best friend. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Um... It it wouldn't fit in the bag no. of holding. I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm gonna throw that out there, just in case. The aperture uh, of the bag will not uh, fit yes, this yeah. giant thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god! Do you wait? Oh wait, no. Can you cast I can't, haste? If on I it? don't, if I don't, no, I don't have haste, but. If I don't have a fourth level spell slot, I can't store a fourth level spell in there. Or a th oh wait, no, I have a third level. That's sorry. Okay, I'm gonna store fly in it, mm -hmm. and I am going to command that uh, if I send, if I telepathically send the word help, then fly activates and it flies towards the, the pendant. Okay. Um, I will send you the stats for the shield guardian in a little bit, You, the, but this is, thing is yours to command. Okay. That's awesome. And I'm so glad that the one person who really, really needs a shield guardian got it. <laughs> you were just complaining about how Cherish didn't have a bodyguard. No, exactly. I'm not being facetious. <laughs> So yes, you now have control over the shield guardian, Cherish. It, uh, inspecting it, and like, you have the, the, the classic, like, getting the robot to move sequence of like, raise your left arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you see that its construction, like I said, is very similar to that of the mage that you dispatched. In terms hmm. of its basic construction, though it seems larger and more brutish in nature, mm -hmm. though their construction is clearly of a similar style and make, as though they're <laughs> made in the same place by the same people, but one is clearly more advanced than the other. Okay. But, like, the material they're made of is similar, the construction methodology seems very similar. Like I said, the weird vine-like wooden tendons between the joints, though the Shield Guardian is clearly driven by, like, arcane gears within it. Okay. And when you load the spell into it, again, it's this compartment in its chest that opens up and you touch the amulet to its uh, partner crystal at the center of this thing to load the spell and directions into it. Okay. So, anything else you doing in this morning? And what directions are you giving the shield guardian when you take off? Follow the carriage. Follow the carriage. Okay. <laughs> so it will follow you to the bulwark of bone then? Cool. Yeah. What's yeah. the worst that could happen? <laughs> like, yes, let's bring this war machine to the bulwark of bone. Excellent. Hey, maybe some somebody will know where it came from. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that Maybe. Can, that can only go well. Grawl, do you voice any concerns about this? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know anymore. It's fine. It's fine. As long as the mayor says it's cool. The mayor doesn't have an opinion right now. The mayor is sleeping. Well, looks like it's cool to go with us. We have saying. a couple days. We can ask. Um, actually, before we go, oh, what time is it? Crack of the morning. It's probably not even ten yet. Not even ten. Okay. Um, so I guess at some point during the day, uh, during the during uh, the good window to ask, I can I can talk to the old mage. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. Ask the old mage where something like this could have come from. Yeah, and we can show her the 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 flask and the bottles and see if she recognizes mm, any of the. Right, maybe she can identify. Cool. <laughs> the automaton's name is Tony Hawk. Now, um, <laughs> I'm on the NPC Emporium. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you take off them? Uh. Yeah, yeah I mean, we've got to get a start on the day. Okay. So, rolling out is a simple affair. You leave behind the wreckage of the previous night's camp and the littering of mimic corpses and dispatched <laughs> armors. The shield guardian begins to chong. Chung, chung. This the huge striding steps behind you, though it is clearly much slower than the cart and your horses. Yeah. Yes. But it is it is moving behind you. Uh, as you outpace <laughs> it, you lose it in the distance. As the blistering hot sun beats down on you from up above, the cloying dust choking at you. Big Gus seems to know where you're going, but to the rest of you, this is just becoming trackless wastelands. Occasionally, you'll skirt a mesa here and there. You'll move through rocky, scab, basalt fields. Once in the distance, you'll see this big pit of deep black stone shining in the sunlight. Difficult to look at, it's so bright. It is a pit of reflective uh, obsidian. That is just exposed like a bowl full of knives. By once you're past midday, you've completely lost track of the shield guardian behind you. Occasionally you might see like the light reflecting off of its iron plating. It's when you break for lunch, I think, that an appropriate time to contact the old mage comes up. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I use the locket um, and uh, send a message to the old mage. Um, had a had a run in on our way to the bulwark. Can you talk? I will contact you this evening. Okay. I, I mean, say that. Let us say 6.30pm. Cool. 
yeah, you can't really respond with sending once you've... Yeah. <laughs> Sid is just responding out of habit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the rest of your day proceeds. Uh, I need everyone to give me pers uh, perception checks as you're moving. I thought you were about to say persuasion. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Eighteen. Okay. Uh, I am trying. I am so focused on trying to come up with a name for this uh, my new automaton friend. Uh, so I botch. Mm, awesome. Oh man. Cool. Um, twenty three. Wow. Nice. nice. Nineteen for me. Nineteen. Basically everyone except for Cherish. Um. <laughs> Sylvester test silver. No. <laughs> we'll notice that uh, in mid-afternoon, say a little bit past three or four, the sun is high. It is swelteringly hot here, just brutally hot. If it wasn't for the fact that the mayor had seen fit to load giant casks of water onto the side of his cart you would know that you are woefully unprepared for a trip through this wasteland. Hmm. It's a good thing we didn't try to leave without him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As you are driving beneath skirting a mesa under its shadow, all of you except for Cherish notice the large clattering figures of these hulking scorpion men clutching to the edge of the wall. They seem to be Holy. just like tucked in the shadow of the mesa, shielded away from the sun. They seem to be sleeping. They're sort of like clutched in, but you can see that there's at least like five of them just like latched onto the side of the mesa, probably about 75 feet up. But they're these gigantic things. They are like Scorpion centaurs. They have humanoid torsos that jut out of scorpion bodies. Large chitinous shoulders. Clawed hands that are like curled up over their horrible insectoid heads. Or arachnid heads, I should say. Uh, Grawl, you would know that these things are called Tlincali, and they are awful, awful creatures that love to eat the soft, soft flesh of any they can capture. They are technically intelligent, and the hobgoblins always saw them as a nuisance, uh, and Tlincali hunts are a rite of passage among the hobgoblins. Generally, when hobgoblins come of age, uh, they there's a ritual called uh, the Lone Army. And that is when whatever group of hobgoblin pups that are being raised together um, are sent off into the wilderness. Uh, the other battalions of the Legion then give them a day's head start and then try to hunt them. Uh, and if the pups can, like, get to a specific point and then make it back without A, dying from exposure, B, dying from things out in the drylands, or C, being captured by the other battalions, then they pass their uh, rights of adulthood. You never experienced this. Nope. Sounds real awesome. It does. Does I'm it? Sorry. No. Are you sure that 
that that's not what happened. Crawl <laughs> just didn't realize yes. that that's what that was. <laughs> I. I Grawl is three hundred and eighty percent sure that's not what happened. They were like, Oh, we'll let him you know, we, we believe in him, so we'll let him go off by himself. No. no <laughs> he will truly nice. honor us. Nope. Mm-mm. Solid nope. Uh, it's funny. The Flincali don't really move. One of them will uncurl slightly and watch you as you pass, but they don't react necessarily. It seems as though they're dormant during the heat of the day. Something fun to look forward to at night. Mm -hmm. As you press on, before you would necessarily stop, you know that you need to stop a little bit early if you're going to keep your meeting with the old mage. Right. Yeah. If you want to try to avoid the mesas, there isn't really a good place to get any cover out here. Eventually you find a small patch of dirt that is in a, for lack of a better term, a cactus grove. There's a small exposed area surrounded by cacti. These huge, tall Cactuses with these long, terrible thorns, with these bright yellow and white flowers. Alright, should we do this thing? As the wagon pulls in and pulls to a stop, Big Gus is hopping off to pat down the team of horses that pulls it. Alright, I pull out the pocket watch. And at the exact stroke of 6.30, with the heat of the day beginning to dissipate a little bit as the sun begins to move closer and closer towards the edge of the Stormwall Mountain, the old mage appears in front of you, her young, projected self. She says, Well met. How goes your journey so far? By my estimate, you should be there in about three days' time. I think we're making progress. Uh, we had an interesting run-in last night. Uh, several automatons? Um, yes. Constructs. Constructs, yeah. Um, some suits of armor, some magic suits of armor. A uh, construct that was a Spellcaster, which seemed weird, apparently. Seemed to be controlling them. Yeah, controlling the rest of them. Is this something you've heard of? That there's been work towards that. Was it some sort of magical item, perhaps, controlled by a mortal of some kind? The the construct, the mage that was controlling all of these constructs. I mean, first of all, it seemed to be controlling one, like, two living suits of armor powered by a, you know, magic paper. One, um, like, robot, automaton, uh, a flying sword, 
um, a, a magic rug and mind controlling like a bunch mimics, of mimics. Yeah. At least. I've never seen anything like it before. Oh, all of those things but, are certainly within the capabilities of a powerful enough spellcaster. Animate objects is a common enough spell in certain circles. But all of that at the same time. Admittedly, it is a lot to concentrate on. It's I'm just saying it's not impossible. But as it, for a construct caster, uh, nothing within my experience leads me to believe that such a thing is even possible. Well, that's worrying. Um, was it? it there, there is the possibility that it was being used to channel some other caster's power, but when we killed that seems it, everything far more else likely. I... Yeah, but when yeah, when we killed it, it everything else just stopped immediately, as if we had killed a spellcaster. Did you recover anything from this? Yeah, golden items. mage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I show Zenerva. Yeah, we should probably show her all of it. Yeah, why not? She'll glance uh, over it and... This is a language I don't recognize. It's very odd. Uh, the mayor doesn't recognize it either. Oh, it also put the mayor into a bottle. It yes, was very that upsetting. Was, yeah. And she'll He's fine. look at the flask and say, Interesting. An iron flask. This sort of item is known to me, though I don't recognize the sigil carved upon it. It's, uh, it's used to trap extra-dimensional creatures. The mayor... Hmm. hmm. I mean, we know he's not from around here. Well, okay, but neither is anyone else who would be five older than the valley. Well, yes. Um, again, I do not wish to betray the mayor's trust. Right, 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 whatever. Um... <laughs> That's in-character laughter. <laughs> um, this, this pendant was um, controlling the, the automaton. Ah. I don't know if you recognize it at all. Some sort of shield guardian, then? Yes. You're, I know. You're very lucky. Those are powerful constructs. Yeah, it picked me up it's, like a dang football. They are generally very, picked you up. Yeah, I was oh, trying to... Yeah, it was trying to kidnap the mayor and I. I don't know what was up with that, but... Kidnap you? Yeah, it's weird. It wasn't trying to kidnap me at all. <laughs> Seems like I'm, like, the prime target, you know? Which is funny, because things so rarely try to kidnap you, Sid. I know! Yeah. <laughs> I am I am shocked and insulted and hurt. Listen, you can have the next one. It's getting, <laughs> it's getting really exhausting at this point. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm... Why was it trying to kidnap you? A great question. The mayor, I can maybe understand there's 
much that could be done with an ancient vampire's remains. If, it, oh, if he could be bent was... to somebody's will, that would actually be quite a disaster. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Also, mm. yeah, that oh, was another is... thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I fish out the uh, the, uh, <laughs> the bounty paper. I keep there's so much that she doesn't there's know. So much. There's so much. Uh-huh. It's right. hard to keep track of yeah. the, all the all the shit she doesn't know. It's, oh boy, it's it's most of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're the main characters or something. It's weird. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> you pull out the infernal bounty. Yeah. You show it to her. It might be this. You see her eyes flicking across the page as though she is reading it. And the image of her is just frozen. As though... Oh. She did the thing again. And she says, finally, When did you discover this, Cherish? Um, well, I've, I had an encounter with three bounty hunters when we were in Crescent's Edge on our way back, on our way down to Blue Gulch, but I had no, oh, and an Abishai earlier before that. Um, but I didn't know about this until we were in Blue Gulch. I didn't know about the specifics of it, if this can be called specifics at all. This is very specific, Cherish. You need to move as fast as possible to get to the bulwark. You are not safe out there alone. If I had known, I would not have told you to leave the safety of Blue Gulch. (laughs) Oops. I mean, granted, I probably would have gone anyway. You know how stubborn I can be. You, I don't know if you grasp the the dire nature of this cherish. Zenerva, I'm going to be honest with you. I am trying to take my life one minor catastrophe at a time. If I take even a remote second to think about how much shit I'm in and how deep in it I am, I might have a complete breakdown. So, I'm going to be flippant, but we will go as fast as we can. Is that a deal? And her face is expressionless again, and she will say, Of course. Do what you think is best. Good talk. Um, there is one last thing. The bracelet. Oh, yes. This seems pretty magical. I don't know. And when we, when we pull it, or when Sid pulls it out, I'm just gonna keep an eye on Grawl. Not like, (laughs) suspiciously, just like, I'm Mm -hmm. just looking out. Okay. I'm like, Brawl's fine. Like, like it's the sword. Like, I can dismiss the sword. We we just came upon this realization. I'm just making sure you're okay, buddy. 
Mm. That's all this is. Looking after you. And the feeling doesn't go away when the sword is gone. I know, but if like if they're worried about it being the sword, that I should sure. dismiss the sword and use the tension. That is, yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about the sword. About the sword. She will stare know. at the bracelet, and kind of cock her head to the side and study it. She can't touch it because she's just a projection. Yeah, but she will say, "This is very strange." Can you... And she'll glance at it some more and like, can you can you move the beads so that I can see the rest of them? Yes, I do that. Shift them around and she's like, stop, 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 stop. And she'll stop you as you're holding the bead that as the alchemical symbol for illusions. And she'll say, there, that one. Yes? It's different. It's There's some sort of device embedded in the bead. And as you glance down, you can see that like there are very fine seams on that particular bead. Weird. Seems as though, like, because the alchemical symbols that I'm talking about are like these large, circular, runic, like, magic symbols. And you can see that there is almost like a, a button or some kind of slide in the illusion that you can, like, press a thumb to and kind of move forward. Okay. <clears throat> I do that. And as you do, all of the symbols on the bracelet begin to glow, and an image will be projected just above your hand. Oh. And it looks like the pages of a book. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh no, we, we wouldn't know it's about books or knowledge. I just... Oh but, my god. <laughs> Reed's face, that was so good. <laughs> Sorry, audio listeners. So as this, as you see this illusory spellbook projected above the bracelet. Because that's, I mean, Cherish, you would immediately recognize it for what it is, because yeah. you see, like, magical formula and mystical runes mm -hmm. drawn out into it. And Zenerva will say, Fascinating. Some sort of spellbook. Yeah. What? Sid, can you interact with the pages? Uh, I try and flip through them. And as you, like, draw a hand across, the pages will kind of, like, turn in the air, and it has this illusory effect of drifting and reforming itself to new pages. Wow. You turn it That's once, right. and you see some pages, and you turn it a third time. Second time, you see some more, like, magical spells. You turn it a third time, and a very familiar image resolves itself into the shape of a wanted poster. Ah. <gasps> Oh, yes. Is there a purple tiefling in this wanted poster? There certainly no. is. Yeah. Oh, the other one didn't have my picture. No, it didn't. Oh. Uh-oh. Maybe you need to start wearing the bucket hat again. No. Oh, I, <laughs> no. Right I can't now. attune I mean, to another item. You no, know, I mean, Grawl really I guess really I'll just have to take the automaton. Oh, shoot. 
And yeah, there's like a, a slightly 3D image that is just projected and slowly like rotating back and forth. And it is a very, very good rendition of Cherish Iron Strike. Uh-oh. Does this one say anything different than the other one? It lists that you were last seen in the town of Blue Gulch in the Tempest Rest Valley. Uh, that you like your recent associations. Uh, and there is a new mark on the bottom of the page. It is a, a symbol of a, a snowflake encased in what looks like ice. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> good. Good. That's good. <laughs> We're in so much trouble. Oh my god! <sighs> How did he even know? <laughs> he was in a he was in an iceberg. How did he even see me? It was ridiculous. Some of them, their devils got away. Oh, that's true. I forgot he like communicates telepathically and shit with all these fucking stupid ass devil pieces of shit that he controls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not good. And Zenerva will say, No, no, it is not. And I think oh, it is yeah. there that we are going to <laughs> end tonight's session, because as always, you can find us on Twitter at MatcomRPG, that's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners as tensions rise and threats escalate and we slowly make our way to the bulwark of bone. Yeah. Oh, I usually do this first. Uh, I'm trying to think of what witty thing I'm going to say. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Um, I, I'm, I'm in trouble <laughs> but like and like as much as I hate my dad, I've apparently pissed off Asmodeus and Levistus, so he's probably just like I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> my baby girl. Um <laughs> You can find my dad on Twitter at Mephistoicania. It's a good account. Like I, you know, a free plug. <laughs> we we do not do free plugs. We will be no. con contacting you for compensation. <laughs> Speaking of Olivia, uh, yes. Hi. You can find me on Twitter at Cry Out Olivia. Hmm. Um. Damn. Tell me where I should throw my sword next. <laughs> Coming out. Uh huh. <laughs> my God. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Readimus. Um. Yeah, just uh, I don't know. Send 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 me a bunch of reasons, but better things for Olivia to throw than the random <laughs> but... sword she picked up. Off. <laughs> oh man. Um, and I am not on social media, but uh, you can direct uh, that energy that you have of wanting to contact me for some reason and direct it towards rating our podcast on whatever platform that you are consuming it on, because uh, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, and uh, yeah, please do. 
we would really, really, really appreciate it. All true things. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at MKGargani. Please tell me about the infernal hierarchy and how a lowly little imp might one day become a big ol' archdevil all of his own. Uh, no. <laughs> Steroids. And of course, you can uh, find our good, good friend Omatep, who is just itching to identify all these items for you. Uh, mm-hmm over at NPC underscore AN, because even when he is not being harried by strange clockwork magic beings, he is, of course, an important NPC. And uh, thanks to all of our listeners who are perhaps uh, tuning in to Dreadwood Fairy Tales, of course, still happening this Saturday on the Greyhawk channel on Twitch. Uh, You can catch us at uh, noon EST. You can also catch us after the fact uh, if you uh, go watch uh, the Twitch VOD or uh, a few days later, it's also on YouTube. So please, uh, Elliot and I are having a blast with that campaign. Um, mm-hmm. And it is only a, a matter of time until Anti Toast Dealer comes in there and just like <laughs> really wrecks their day because I just love doing me some hag nonsense. Uh, She's going to get Bart. thank you all so much for listening as always the world is chaos so please be kind to one another have a good whenever it is you're listening to this goodbye everybody goodbye Bye. Bye. yeah